That sounds pretty rubbish, actually. Come on, the free and the brave. Every heart beats true for the red, white, and blue. Where there's never a boast or brag. Your erection has never been that convincing. Exclamation <laughs> point. What does that even mean? It's never been that convincing. Your erection it just hasn't been that convincing. I, I'm fully erect. What's I don't think on? you're turned on. Turned I don't on. think you're horny enough. It's not convincing. Hello and welcome to Ramjack on Tornado Island. Mr. Tom Foolery. <laughs> Guys, we are coming to you live from the vortex that is Tornado Island, and in, we're inside the Ramjack Studios. We've created a Tornado Island inside the Ramjack Studios. That's why I just screamed like that. I was in. I was in a twister. We're caught in the Whoa! vortex. We're taking a tip from the poppery too, and from the Situation Room question, and creating a vortex of our own to keep us cool. Right. So we are actually in the eye of the storm here on uh, right Ramjack. Right in the middle. Living it. Ready to bring you another episode. Are you Paxton or Hunt? <laughs> Guys, I'm Alex. And joining me as always is my Bill co- Paxton. <laughs> my co-host, Brad. Hello. Salutations. Listeners. Brad, what's going on in life? Well, um, breathing. Uh-huh. All right. Dreaming. Dreaming. Big dreams. Hoping, hoping against hope. Hoping against hope. Hoping against hope. I don't. I'm not putting my money on hope. <laughs> I can this Barack Obama that. guy, he tried to push that on me, and uh, hasn't panned out like I was hoping. So you're hoping against hope. I'm hoping against hope. Hoping on change instead of hope. Now, <laughs> see what I did there? It's wordplay. It's all about important wordplay. Brad, I'm gonna what? Put, what I'm do you gonna, want? I'm gonna need you to put on your science pants one leg at a time. What if I just why why one leg at a time? Well, well, it's hard. Could I just jump into them if you wanted to? I know like, people have actually jumped into pants. I always jump into my pants. Really? Yep. Now I can tell you're lying to me, but no, nope, uh, not at all. I don't believe in one leg at a time bullshit. Everyone says you have to do it that way. I disagree. You don't. Well, I mean, the cliched f- saying is everyone puts their pants on one leg at a time. Everyone doesn't. I want to meet these people. And apparently, you're one of them. Hello, salutations, good sir. In all seriousness, I want all of our listeners to try to put on their le- their pants or shorts. It might be easier in shorts. Two legs at a time. Just I, really, like, <laughs> suspend them and then try to jump into them by holding them. Get a friend involved. All the listeners you, wearing shorts, though, I, I'm, you're, I'm not. I can't. Have we talked about this on the show yet, Brad? You do not like shorts. You're adamantly against them. I am morally them. against shorts. Really? It's why against sh- you wearing shorts or just shorts in general. In general, I think. It, well, I mean, I don't mind if other people wear shorts, but I do have to question it. Like, dude, I don't think no. Like, why? What's the point of a in short certain shorts? climates? You have to have shorts because it's why because it's really really hot. I uh, this this is the this is the problem. I don't believe that shorts make you cooler. I don't understand how you can't understand that. The bottom of your legs gets slightly more air. No, it's actually a lot more air in shorts. Like, for example, like, right now, I have so much more ventilation in my pants because I have shorts on. You know what? Right now, my legs are completely comfortable. Well, I mean, here, now, maybe, we are inside the vortex. Um, I've never been at a point where I was like, oh, my legs are so hot today. My legs are hot. My legs are so hot. I wish I had less pant on. I can't under I, I can't explain it to you without you wearing shorts. I mean, just wear shorts one day and Never. you'll discover. Never. If you're if you're in the lower United States, perhaps if, on the coast, on the Gulf. 
if any of you shortwares, if any of you shortwares are out there, you call in and explain yourselves. Well, I'm saying like if you're in a really really hot place, Brad, I think you would understand. I will never understand. I've been in quite a few situations. Like, damn, I should have wore shorts today. I've never been in this situation. No, it depends. I, the last time I wore shorts was for PE class in high school. That was a long time ago. We did have to wear shorts in PE. Yeah. Isn't it weird Beyond that they that, made us like have certain types of shorts? Like yeah. you have to have blue shorts. Blue shorts and a white shirt. When you're in middle school. Why? Why blue? Oh, that's our school colors? That's still weird. I, why don't we just have shorts? Those were our school colors, though. Yeah. Blue and gold. Not at high school. In high school, we had to have black and white. No. Hmm. Well, I guess we didn't. No. I guess it was whatever you wanted to wear in high school. We had to wear. I think we had to wear blue shorts. Maybe it was just dark shorts. Okay. Well, why does the color matter? Why does it? I know exactly. Just wear shorts. Why, why do we have to look uniform in a PE class? They will say, or they, or they afraid we get mixed up with the other kids that are <laughs> running around. I will tell you this though: shorts do give you, in addition to actually being better ventilation systems. Mm. Uh, I mean, dude. I mean, be no. reasonable. It is. Um, unless you have like mesh pants or whatever, air flows better in shorts. It just does. But it also depends on the short, like those tight shorts and those short shorts that girls wear. Sometimes I worry about, I wonder about that. Um, but as far as like the ones I have on right now, yeah, quite comfortable. But they also make you more mobile. They give you better, I guess, range with your legs. For example, if you want to do the splits in jeans, it's a little hard unless they're forgiving. But you can do those in shorts easy. Really? Yeah. Mm. I've seen it. I've seen actually pants rip when people try to do certain things. That but, also depends on the type of pants. But, but I'm but I'm just saying if you if it's shorts, most shorts end right below the knee. I would say men's shorts. Yeah. What? I you're not. There's not that much difference. Nah. Again, it depends on. There's opening down there. It's getting out. The, the dude. There's a big difference in I, pants. I want to see shorts. you do the splits in regular jeans and then in jean shorts that are out well of would I be able to do them in jeans is the question it depends on the type of jean I could probably do mine just because my jeans are kind of loose some people can't dude pants are weird shorts are weird but, but I mean trust me shorts are better especially in hotter temperatures <sighs> well you know what Brad I'll do an experiment for you when I go down to Mexico in a few weeks I'm gonna take pants and I'm gonna take shorts I'm gonna tell Please you do. which one I wore more I'm gonna guarantee you that I may not be wearing either of them because it's gonna be damn hot He'll just be going around pantless. I'll be going around in my boxer shorts. You will be. In my boxer briefs. You will or be in a Mexican prison. In my trunk. I could be in a Mexican prison. What would happen if I called you from Mexican prison? I'd be like, well, was somebody wearing their pants? No. Hmm. I was wearing shorts. Oh. Embarrassing for What you. if pants are outlawed down there because it's so warm? Or if there's a pants conspiracy down there? Or they don't everyone down there wears shorts. Ridiculousness. It'd be interesting. I don't know what how I could. Look. Look, asshole. Those extra two feet. If you've cut off your pants, we, we don't let that fly here. We got a dress code. We have to look like adults, not children. Eight-year-olds can wear shorts. You know, this is interesting, Brad. Um, I don't know why, randomly. I was talking to someone last night, uh, one of my girlfriend's friends. She was celebrating her one-year anniversary in Cincinnati, which is interesting. Fair enough. Um, and she was talking about her trip. She recently went to Europe to spend some time with her sister, I think, in Sweden or whatever. Or Switzerland? I don't remember. But she went... Also, they took a week and just backpacked around Europe. They went to Paris and they went to Rome. And they went try to go to like you know, the Vatican in Rome. Yeah. And there's a strict dress code. You have to be covered from your neck down to your knees. Fuck them. So you can't wear shorts if you're going to go into the church, or at least the Vatican. Pants would be ideal. Hmm. But what they do is that there's giant, there's a like scarf salesman outside of the church that just sell like tons of scarves. And you know the church is getting a cut of that. Of course they are. Because that's how those scarves? assholes roll. 
So fuck you, Catholic Church. You can find people buying, like spending tons of money on these scarves and like wrapping themselves around their legs, like putting it on their shoulders if they're not wearing a lot of stuff. So I'm, imagine that'd be pretty funny to go up and see just all these people. Like it's because it's crazy hot there. Mm-hmm. Like just bundling up, like wrapping scarves around them just to tour a church. Just go enter a cathedral. Wow. Just saying. You and the Catholic Church have something in common. No, nope. you don't. You're against. You're both nope. against shorts. Nope. They're against shorts for ridiculous reasons. Are they? I'm against shorts because I don't believe that shorts work. Now, Brad, here's the where here's the caveat. You don't believe shorts work. No. Okay. That facts are facts. Um, who knows what's up or down? Shorts work. Think about it in physics wise. It, it works. I mean, in all physics, I think really think about I it. I really don't think that shorts make you cooler enough to justify wearing shorts. I guess it depends on the environment. Here, out and about now, maybe not, because it is pretty nice outside. If you're on the sun, maybe it'll matter. But you'll be dead, so who cares? Trust Brad. We'll do this experiment. I'll get back to you and our listeners when I'm in Mexico. I want to get back, and we'll I'll, we'll settle the debate. Sure. Pick my word for it. So, Brad, science. Science. Pants. Science pants, mind you. There's a controversial new evolutionary theory. <gasps> well, a new... Th- a theory that stems from evolution. Okay. Talking about how when early humans developed the taste for cooked food. Really? Which happened around 2 million years ago. Hmm. Now think about that, because Brad, humanity has only been around for about 200,000 years. So our ancient ancestors, 200 million years ago, started to cook food. Wow. That's neat. Pretty cool. Why did we start cooking food, Brad? Why? You know, boredom. You know, the kids are off. They've gone to school, and... You know, you don't really have anything to do. You're sitting around the house, and you're like, ah, I'm going to learn to cook. <laughs> I'm going to take some me time. I'm going to really discover empty myself. Nest syndrome. Empty nest syndrome. That's what it is. Early in- empty nest syndrome. Because, yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, does cooked food really give us that much more of an advantage over non-cooked food? Mm. I mean, it's, it's a classic debate. Pants versus shorts. Cooked food versus non-cooked food. It's timeless, really, when you think you're about like it. That. When you really think about it. You're true. Very true. Very true. Um, there's there's a lot of evidence though that suggests that, well there's a lot of reasons why people cook we started cooking food. Um, first, it breaks down food easier so that we can digest it better, so we can actually reap more cal- calories and nutrients from it. Right. Um, but also, this is interesting, and I, I, out of all of this, this is probably one of the more interesting things about this or statistics. Out of all our fellow primate species, they spend not humans, but the other primate species spend forty eight percent of their waking day chewing food. Think about that. That is a lot of time. How? What's the average that humans spend chewing food, Brad? Oh, like right now? Like, like uh, yeah. People just swallow it whole. It's like ah. According to this study, ten percent of our day is dedicated to chewing food. I'm chewing gum right now. See, but that's not really food per se. I'm and that's chewing. actually probably what threw this statistic off because I would doubt very right. seriously it's ten percent of our day. Well, maybe if you include sleep and everything. But no, this is for waking hours. Wait, what food are you chewing in your sleep? Well, I'm, I'm saying like over the course of a full day. Are you sleeping? Ten percent. Well, I mean, how much would you spend over a full day asleep? Forty percent? Fifty percent of your day would be like a twenty-four hour day would be you sleeping? About four hours. So it's... maybe it's twenty percent. Maybe it's thirty. It, it fluctuates. So ten is actually pretty high when you think about it. That's saying for what? An hour or two, you're chewing food, which makes sense, I guess. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that if we were going that way, chewing gum could throw this off. Maybe it's making it higher. I would say it was lower than that. Uh, I guess it also depends on where you're at, because you know, if you're in the south, people are just like grabbing their McDonald's and just swallowing it whole. <laughs> Isn't that how it works down there? Is that how it works? More or less. 
But yes, think about that. 48% of their day is spent chewing food. Wow. It's crazy. You know what? You know why? Why? Their food is tough. It's not, bra- it's not cooked. It's, it's so not broken t- down. Cooked food helps us to attain that 10% mark of chewing food a day. And what it, that's we get bored then. That's when they have empty net syndrome. They're like, you know what? I've if, already eaten. What am I going to do with the rest we of the stopped, day? If we stopped cooking, we would have less empty nest syndrome. Because all of your time would be taken up with chewing food. Very true. All right. So what are we going to do with this information, Brad? To, to, all, what can we to do? all of our middle-aged, lonely, empty nest wives that are listening to the podcast, and there are so many out there, stop cooking your food. Go all raw. Go on the raw food diet. Well, there are people who advocate that. Raw food. Yeah. And they spend 40% of their day chewing food, and the other 60% talking about how much eating a raw food diet doesn't suck. That way they don't have to think about how much it sucks. Huh. Yeah. That is food for Scientific salt. fact. <laughs> Brad, deal or no deal? Cooked food or uncooked food? No, uncooked Wait, food. Wait, what? <laughs> deal or no deal? Cooked or uncooked food? That's not a choice. Is it? No, I'm kidding. Um, deal or no deal? Uncooked food. Depends. What do you eat that's uncooked? Sashimi. Mmm. Ha Touche. Almonds. Oh, yeah. Nuts are good. And fruits. Babies. Like human, human, human babies. Oh, I, I thought you meant like eggs. Yeah, something to think about. Next time you're chewing food, think about how privileged you are. Yay. Guys, I just want to say right now, if you don't vote in the November elections, you're a fucking asshole. Yes. It's midterms. A lot of people don't vote. It's a big year. Vote. I would also say vote responsibly. Don't be an idiot. Vote, you know, not with your heart, but with your Don't mind. do anything with your heart with except facts. pump blood. That's a tip for me to you. Well, I mean, well, what are you supposed to do with a brave heart then, Brad? What if fight you have a the, brave fight heart? Fight for the hearts of all the dreamers while pumping blood. You need to pump blood to fight. Pump that blood. Seriously, guys. But yeah, vote. Yeah. Be responsible. Do your research. Don't vote for douchebags. Don't vote for Tea Party bastards. If you're going to vote for the Tea Party, stay home. Stay home. Because you're an idiot. You need to read a book without pictures. <laughs> vote. Vote. All right, it's over for you guys, but right now we've just found out it's National Ice Cream Day. Happy Ice Cream Day! Happy Ice Cream Day! Should we celebrate? What's your favorite ice cream? Brad, that's an interesting question. I, I was going to ask you, what are your feelings and thoughts on ice cream? Uh, I recently, there's another podcast that I do called Enumeration, we talked about ice cream on it. Were you on that episode or no? no I haven't been on. In general, I guess you haven't been on. In general, ice cream doesn't really wow me that much. It's like, eh, it's ice cream. Well, I will say that over the last month, that has changed. Wow. Maybe last two months. I've come across some ice cream that's actually pretty phenomenal. Nice. I will say this, and if you're up for this, maybe later. Uh, graders right now, graders for those outside of Cincinnati area, is like a, a local kind of ice cream. Parlor? Yes, exactly. Um, it's old-timey. You can get a lot of cool stuff there. But there's seasonal flavors now. One of them is like a, uh, basically it's an Almond Joy Ice cream. Nice. Dude, it is awesome. Like, it is really good. Sounds good. My grandparents were in town, so my girlfriend and I took them to Grader's, trying to give them a sense of Cincinnati, and uh, we got that ice cream, and it is awesome. Nice. I'll say this. I, I told my grandparents to go to a chili place. I was like, if you need to get a taste of Cincinnati while you're here, let's go to a chili. You should go to a chili place. They went to Gold Star instead of Skyline. Good choice. And they were like, nah, it's chili. Exactly. There you go. I hate to say it's Cincinnati, but chili's not all that great. Hey, Cincinnati. Hang it up. <laughs> Hang it up, Cincy. 
But it is weird. Every place. What does what does like Tennessee have? It's like a regional flavor. Is it barbecue? Because I'm Maybe. I'm learning. Because when I went up to Michigan, um, they have something called like a Coney Island, which is basically just a place that serves conies. Like that's. That's something they have a lot of there. Hmm. I don't understand why. I remember when I first moved up here, like, because I was, I was living in the dorms, and I'd go to the cafeteria, and it was like, chili was always, you know, one of the items. It was like, okay, yeah, you can get a burger, you can get chili, you can get something else. Yeah, you can get this, you can get chili, you can get something else. It was like, there was always chili, and I was like, fuck, what is with all the fucking chili? And then, then I started seeing chili pizza, and conies, and then I started seeing chili sandwiches, and I'm just seeing everything you can put, food, everything has chili on it. Everything has chili on it in Cincinnati. But that's what they like. I mean, calm it down. That and Geta. Is Geta on its way out? No. Geta Fest is like. Geta next Fest week. is like, yeah. Right outside I, I my door. I won't be in town. You'll have to tell me about it. You need to be our Ramjack, Ramjack correspondent on Geta Fest. You need to take the mic to the streets and get people's opinions on it. That would require me to walk the three minutes over to Geta Fest from my apartment. And you don't want to do that for the show? For our listeners? For um, freedom? Well, it's. No. No, I wouldn't. No. Quick aside. Because you were with me, uh, we were, went to Walmart to get some prescription medicines or whatever the mm-hmm. other day, and um, I was just grabbing deodorant or whatever because uh, I needed some. And one of the advertisements, because what is it? What's the one that everyone's got getting now? Oh, it Old Spice. The Bo- Old Spice. Because of the kick-ass, awesome YouTube videos. They also have awesome advertising. Beyond that, like just the packaging is really cool. Silverfish catch. <laughs> But what was the tagline? Like, they brought in a new line where it was just, like, locations. Like, I'll make this up. I know they don't have one for Singapore, but let's just say Singapore. Um, And it has, like, its scent or Cabo. And it has, like, a scent. But then it would give, like, descriptions of it. It's like, smell like palm trees, ocean, and freedom. So awesome. Smell like crisp snow, pine trees, freedom. Freedom has a smell, Brad. How awesome is that? I didn't know. I didn't awesome. know. I can see Old Spice, best marketing. Oh, oh yeah. They are hitting it hard and in a Seriously. good way. To go from like the stuff that my grandfather would use as aftershave to like being all all up into new media and awesome and everyone's talking about Old Spice. What the hell happened? What was it? Maybe two years ago. Because Old Spice has slowly redone their packaging to where it looks cooler, and I buy most of that stuff. I mean, I have no brand loyalty. But you buy all the products. But, well, I, I tend to buy on packaging just because I'm a, des- I'm a designer, a graphic right. designer. So a nice packaging, I'm like, oh, well, that's really neat. Well, I'm going to get deodorant. Why not get the one that's awesome looking? Um, but I was in a store, and I, I decided to get some Old Spice. I was like, well, this looks really awesome. And this one woman, I don't know why she just volunteered her information to me, but she was um, a Walmart employee, and she said... Really? Like, she looked at me after I picked it up off the shelf and was, like, decided to buy it. She looked at me and said, really? And I realized she was beside me, and I was, like, I kind of, like, smiled and kind of laughed. So she's like, I thought only all men got that. She's like, good job. It was weird. Yeah. It was weird. That's kind of scary. It was weird. I'm not going to lie. But, yeah, they've completely rebranded and turned the tides in the course of a couple of years. Which makes me think, ice cream day. (laughs) Ice cream day, will you? (laughs) Exactly. So, so what do you think about ice cream, Brad? I completely support ice cream. It's a delight. It's a fun treat. Have you ever had anything as delectable as ice cream? Even the most respectable <laughs> I, eat ice cream. I love the, the range of emotion that crossed your face in a matter of seconds after I said it was that. The, it was the memory and then the I trying know. to find the rest of the lyrics. 
I was I was in a production. Were you in this? <laughs> no, I just know the story oh. of it. We, uh, it, was in a, it was in a production of the musical. It was the musical adventures of Anna Green Gables or something. It was some because they couldn't Anna get Green the actual Gables. Anna Green Gables. Yeah. So it was like, a, some Anna Green Gables musical, and one of the songs was called Ice Cream, and we had the most insipid choreography ever. It was so horrific. Um, but the song was Ice Cream. Is anything more delectable than ice, ice cream? cream? Even the most respectable eat ice, ice cream. cream. It's lovely on a summer afternoon in, in June. June. <laughs> I've never ice been in it, and I know cream. some of the lyrics. It's so awful. <laughs> You've told this story so many yeah. times. And all we did was just boxed up, boxed up, boxed up, miming, I, putting ice cream in a cone. Damn, they love that box step. They love that shit. That's all they got. It's Jackson, Tennessee. All right. Hang it up, Jackson. Guys, Anna Green Gables got an ice cream number. They're needing to bust out that box step. Okay. Next show... Um, Brigadoon, your Scots trapped in a <laughs> like in a city that goes through time. Right, what right, you're going right. to need to do is a box step. <laughs> box step. Why are we doing box steps? Because that's all I know. I guess that is something. I I don't know why I thought about this recently. I know why I thought about this recently, but it's weird, and we we can get in, in a second. Um, but um, I remember in Brigadoon they were teaching us choreography, and I thought, why the fuck did we do all those damn box steps? We could have done awesome dancing. I think the most we ever did was like lifts. I remember having to lift someone and that was weird. Um, but I think it's just because we only had like an hour with them like every other day. We so had, maybe we it was a lot easier. No, I mean, honestly, we had an insane amount of rehearsal for our little shows. Yeah. As awful as they were, we had a lot of rehearsal time. But maybe that's just the... Okay, look. These kids, they're not going to be able to learn advanced choreography. We probably could have easily. Again, given our rehearsal schedule. No. Um... So let's just give them a box. Like, give them easy. Give them easy stuff. It was a mixture of that and the people teaching it to us weren't... I mean, come they're on. Doing their own, they're, they're, doing paid, community, they? they're doing community theater in Jackson, Tennessee. It's not, you know, it's not Broadway. But we had fun. It oh, was awesome. Dude, that was, those were the best. Good times. For sure. So ice cream. Even the most respectable. Enjoy it. Go out and enjoy some ice cream. Get that graders awesome. if it's in your area. Do it. Oh, snap. Uh, they sell at, like, I guess, any ice cream establishment um, that isn't, I guess, privately owned. It's called vanilla. Where you can... <laughs> yes, it's called natural vanilla. No, but if you can ever find Starbucks ice cream, uh-huh. the caramel macchiato one is fucking amazing. Is it? That's what got me back on ice cream. Ah, uh, I gotta try that. It just gets better and better. I tried one of the Starbucks one time, but it was just too much. The caramel macchiato when you have to eat like very you have to pace yourself. Yeah, I got some. Well, I, hell, any graders ice cream you have to pace yourself. Well, I yeah. cannot eat a full thing of that. It's hardcore, hardcore with ice cream. So yeah, ice cream. It's summer. Enjoy some ice cream have in the some. middle of July. Have some wearing your long pants. It'll cool you down. If you're wearing shorts, you're stupid. Don't deserve ice cream, right, right, Brad? That's right. That's what you would That's say. Right. That's what you would say. You should be hauled off. I'm telling you, I'm going to come back from Mexico, and I'm going to give you a full report. It's fine. I'll be wearing my long pants. Alex, I got a new TV show for you. All right. You know I'm looking for new summer shows. I know you're looking for a new summer show. And you can already watch the first episode up on the Hulu. All right. This is a sci-fi channel, uh, or SIFI, S-Y-F-Y. <laughs> Why are we going <laughs> to SIFI? I don't like SIFI. SIFI. They still call it sci-fi, but it's S-Y-F-Y. I know, but SIFI is not Siffy. cool. Hey, SIFI. Um, new show on Siffy. It's it, it, what it is. It's a combination show. They're taking two popular things and they're they're going to put them together to make it exciting. Can I guess? Sure. Vampires is one. Nope. Oh, zombies. No. Whoa. Pirates. 
No, Alex, I'm talking about something that's real. Oh, okay, so two things that are real. Yeah. Is it a reality show? Yeah. Okay, so it's reality so it's, television. Yeah, it's, it's a reality family drama, drama within a family. But here's Go the ahead. twist I'm not going to be able to guess. Yeah, what's the twist? The mother is a psychic. <gasps> Mary knows best on the Sippy Channel. Are you kidding me? That's like every show on CBS. Yeah, but it, but this is a reality show. This is real. She's really a psychic. I thought you meant like it was like an office type reality no, show. No, 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 no. This is real. Oh, so this is legit. She's an she's, actual... she's a real psychic. She has psychic powers. Wow. Have you watched it? I've watched one episode today, finally. What did you think? Alex, why don't you come over my shoulder? Okay, let me just go over your shoulder. All right. I just want you to catch the first couple minutes of this obnoxious bitch. My name is Mary Ochina. What's up with the spirits in the St. Regis? We were so freaked out. Help me, let's go there right now. I can see things. I walked down the front, I saw dead body. And feel things. There's somebody who's crossed over. Everything she said was exactly right on. No one else can. I feel some kind of energy in here. She was absolutely right about what she said. I've written three books. Come on, everybody, come in. And I've got my own hit radio show. I was definitely skeptic before, but Mary's the real deal. I called her house. Her mom told me that it was not my child. I had nothing to do with it. This is bad karma. I'm just a typical Long Island mom with a not-so-typical family. Yo, what's embarrassing? You gotta live with it. I guarantee I'm right. My brother Charles, he's my best friend. Jack Daniels, please. He loves to bust my chops. We are here, Mike. And I've got three great kids. Calls my rock. This is like a recipe for disaster. Jackie. Are you crazy? She's my princess. Kids? My And Chris. It's like I'm being set up. We're still trying to figure him out. Can you shave my back for me, please? Chris has the gift, too. Oh, yeah. And he's not afraid to use it. If it happens again, let me know. I'll clear this baby out in heartbeat. Jackie, she's also psychic, but she's completely in denial. This is your thing, not mine. Don't drag me in. My son called. He's super skeptic because he's logical. What would Don't you- be impulsive and just get the first thing. But I'm psychic. <laughs> we might be loud. I know you. But we love each other. Oh. There's always something going on. Yo, baby, it's your birthday. And nothing goes unnoticed in this family. Look, you're holding back things. I know you're holding back things. Why? Hello, I'm a psychic. There's always something going on. How much do you hate this show already? Brad, that is fucking amazing. Oh. I love that she has three kids, right? Yeah. Well, just the way that set it up, like the beginning of it is like, hey, look, I'm psychic. And it does everything it can to like, look, she's the real deal. Yeah. First off, she's probably, instead of saying she's a psychic, I was waiting for her to say, look, I'm a con, I I mean, I'm a psychic. Because (laughs) who is con, I mean, she is conning big time. Yeah. I lie to people and take their money. I'm a liar. I'm a professional lying bitch. I'm so good at it that I have my own television, my own radio show. I sell lots of books to dumb people. I've written three books. Idiots love to buy them. Every everyone that she actually talks to, though, because she did a street reading. Though, yeah. Some woman that gets at the laundromat, mm-hmm. and that woman just looked like. Compl- I mean, not to be judging her by her looks, but she did not look like the brightest bulb on the tree. No, and she was like, everything she told me was like spot on. I, I watched an episode of this day, dude. Well, I mean, Brad, I'm skeptical, but who knows what's going to happen? Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. Well, I love that that was the whole beginning of the setup, and then it's like, oh, yeah, FYI, I'm just a normal woman, but with a crazy family. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing to mix those two things. Yeah. 
Because she was just talking about her family, like her brother. Apparently, does he live with? I don't know. He's around. It's so formulaic. I mean, it's yeah. obviously reality television. So let, let's talk about the children. She has three kids. Right. One of them has the gift. They're still trying to figure him out. He's why the one episode I saw. He was largely featured in. But he's a crazy. Well, he's more like just like he. Um, in the episode I watched, he um he was having he wanted to have a um. What's the word? Um, a pres- he was going to do a presentation. Um, he's been working on a lecture series. He wants to be like, you know, he wants to get people, you know, involved spiritually, um, but use it as like a motivating factor. So he's going to be like a motivational speaker slash spiritual leader slash cult, I guess. Yeah, he's, he's looking to start his own cult. He's right. looking to write some more right. books and cash in on that money. Right, right. He wants to get in on this. And he's like, oh, everyone keeps trying to get in my thing. And it's like, mom, leave me alone. This is my crazy, ridiculous cult. Well, then, he, then she has a daughter. Wait. Wait, go ahead. In the episode I saw, he did his first little um, thing. Oh, he did it. In their backyard. Oh, no. There was like 20 people like sitting in like aluminum folding chairs, and he's just talking to them and stealing their money. How low rent is this bullshit? And how old is this guy? He's oh, got to be in his 30s, if not 40s. Oh, yeah. He's got a kid. He's got a kid that's like a teenager. Wow. Are they around? Yeah. Do they have the gift? Does it skip a generation? Oh, who knows? Does, does she have four kids? She has she has two kids. daughters. Okay, she has a daughter and One then two daughter, sons. Yeah, two sons. One son is apparently the token skeptic. Yeah, which is awesome. Right. There's something about him that looked different than the rest of the family. The other, the rest of the family is kind of weird. He looked different, and it turns out he's the skeptic, which makes sense. Right. So he's, we got the token skeptic. We have the daughter who's in denial of her powers. Right. Mom, this is your thing, not mine. But yet I stalk to the spirits everywhere I go. How are you? First off, if you really did have the power to speak to something that maybe did exist, like let's just, uh, for the sake of argument, let's say there was a spiritual world and you could speak to it. Mm-hmm. Why would you reject that? I think once you start doing it, you'd be like, you know what? This is pretty weird. And it's odd that I'm one of the only people that can do it. Yeah. I don't think you would be, I don't well, even think teen angst would keep you from it. I think it would be. Also something you learned from this show is that uh, our girl Mary is, uh, yeah. tends to project whatever she thinks on other people. Interesting. He's like, yeah, you're a psychic. I'm not a psychic, Mom. No, you have the gift. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think that exists. Yeah, oh, no, you do. You're just in denial. Well, if I can come in just for a second, Mary, um, yeah, as your son, who's the token skeptic, Yeah. Um, I just want to let you know that there's no such thing as a spiritual world. Um, I bet he's not even really like a real token. I bet he's like of the course fake not. quasi-token skeptic. Well, he's skeptic. a half-esque yeah. token skeptic, probably. It's like, I don't know. Maybe it's real. I don't know. In the commercials for the show... They just show them, like, I wish my mom would just turn off her powers for once. She always knows. Knows what? Knows nothing. Why would the spirits tell this woman out of all people on the planet anything? Seriously, at least tell someone with, like, a a voice that's not so grating. Well, it's also because she has the power. Maybe they can only communicate with her. Why would you? That's just weird. Fuck that. Dude, this show is horrific. It's so horrible. Uh, The one I saw, she went around and she was, like, just randomly telling people... Shit. She's like in a, like a florist shop and she's buying some flowers and then she goes up to the register and she's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, um, yeah, my, my, me and my, and the, the woman running the florist shop is like, yeah, I just moved here a couple years ago. Uh, my father was from so and so. My father was from there too. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. And he did so and so and such and such. Two synchronicities. That, that synchronicities. means. That proves it. That proves it's meant to be. Two coincidences mean it's mean there's something there. What if there's you're one? on your right track? No, 
No, not at all. Two coincidences mean two coincidences. Yes. By their definition, two coincidences. People gotta get rid of this, like, meaning of things. What was the whole thing about double rainbows? Oh. My favorite part in all of the double rainbow thing. Well, do you want to explain what that is? We oh, yeah. If it. you guys haven't seen it, there's a video on YouTube. It's this guy, and he's just, he, there's, like, two rainbows, and he's just going crazy about, oh, my God, it's a double rainbow. And he's, like, having a crazy, like, orgasm or something about double rainbows. Um, It's pretty crazy. Yeah. The, the video is called uh, Yosemite Bear Mountain Giant Double Rainbow. So this guy basically goes out and gets high and then just looks at and accidentally sees double rainbows recording it. And he's flipping out. What does it mean? And when he asks what it means is when it goes a little too far. It's like, all right. What does it mean? Double rainbows, most people think in the world. What does it mean? It means. Dude, it's two double rainbows. It, it means, means you failed elementary school science class. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've got rainbows explained. Yeah. He's not looking for that, though. It's not like he needs, a, he needs an explanation. He wants to know the meaning behind it, Brad. No, no, no. That's Why elementary is, school science class. Well, no, 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 no. The, the inner meaning. What? Why are two double rainbows showing themselves to him? Not two double rainbows, because that's four rainbows. That's quad rainbows. Oh, and that actually does have a meaning. But <laughs> two rainbows... It doesn't mean anything. That, none of it means anything. Why would it mean something? You just happen to see something. Why are you looking for meaning? Why is it being refracted through raindrops? Like everything. Like a giant rainbow. But what does that mean? Nothing. Light reflects... Ah, light can't just be reflected. Refracted? What does that mean? Oh, you just don't understand words, do you? No. I'm also higher than a kite. I love seeing videos of him like... At the park, as he does, like, he looks like he's on a constant high. Nice. But yeah, this show is crazy. Should I watch an episode of it? At your own risk. I'm done. I mean, there's other television shows I can watch. I say everybody needs to watch one and realize what awful human being this woman is. Because there's some of these people that think they have magical psychic powers that I think really do lie to themselves and convince themselves that they have these things. And they just go through their lives thinking that they have powers and they convince themselves that they do i think this is one of those bitches like sylvia brown that is just stealing people's money and that's fucking evil that's i'm really disappointed in the sci-fi channel for showing this what channel the sci-fi channel siffy oh i'm sorry yes it has changed into siffy siffy channel the siffy channel but uh sharktopus don't sleep on that (laughs) i keep hearing things about sharktopus coming up i'm excited brad you tell me what what that's like you should DVR it and we should watch it together. Sharktopus! Trailer's amazing. All right, Brad, it's the summer, right? Yes. Ice cream day is upon us. Indeed. Uh, we're enjoying it every way we can. Absolutely. But summer's getting a little long in the tooth, you know? I mean, we've already passed Fourth of July. Summer's about to be over. But you're still going to pick up that summer romance, right? If it hasn't happened yet, it's going to happen soon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I have tips to give you. From Men's Health Magazine to let you know how a woman's interested in you or when she's interested in you. Great. So, Brad, I mean, you're single on the prowl, right? Sure. Always. Um, There's top ten signs to tell if a woman's interested in you. Okay. All right. In case they're just out there and I'm just missing them. Yeah, exactly. And listeners out there. I mean, I guess this could... I don't know if this can go across genders. I'm assuming no. Probably not. Guys, if you're just... If you've got your earbuds in right now, maybe you're missing that special girl that's right there pining pining away for you. This is hopefully going to let you know what's going on. Let us be your Sarah at the moment then. Thanks. All right, first off, let's go through the checklist. Okay. Is she chatting up the bartender? Because we're, okay, you're at a bar. All right. FYI, is she chatting at the bartender? She's interested in you. If the answer's yes. <laughs> what if she's just getting a drink? No, well, there's a difference between like, hey, bartender, I, I want, you know, a fuzzy navel or whatever. And be like, so, um, Yeah. I don't know what to get. I've been having a really long day. She's chatting at the bartender. She's available. 
she's into you. All right. All right. Is she scanning the room? Yeah? Looking around? She's into you. She's interested in you. Oh. What if she's just looking around for a friend that's not there? No, 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 no. Well, well, if she was just scanning the room looking for a friend, that's one thing. But she's she's chatting with the bartender. She's chatting while scanning. And No, well, she's chatting. Hey, bartender, what's no. going on? Well, hey. Oh. Listen, Brad, she's chatting. Hey, would you look at me when you're talking to me? She's already chatted up the bartender, and now okay. she's scanning the room. So she chatted him so up. So she's into now she's you. scanning. She's okay. into you. So, but why me? How do you know she's not into the next guy? Um, is she me? playing games? What? Is there a Pac-Man machine in the side of the, uh, or maybe like a, uh, a pinball machine or foosball? Um, maybe she's like playing with, uh, like salt and pepper shakers or something. Um, uh, playing flip cup, maybe. I don't know what she's doing. If she's playing games, she's into you. But how do you know she's not just bored because no one there that appeals to her? Well, huh? Um, is she drinking a big frozen blue beverage? Uh, yeah. Well, then she's into you. But, That's how you know. But maybe she just likes those. Well, let me ask you another maybe question. Maybe she's a lush. Well, let me ask you another question. Um, does she keep sending you the Zoolander eye lock? I hope not. That's kind of scary. Well, if she's not, then she's not into you. But if she is, there you go. She's into you. Well, I think you, if you don't pick up on that, then you really, you're really you not doing... These other ones, I never knew about. I never knew about ordering the blue drink. <laughs> oh. She's drinking a big frozen blue drink and locking eyes with you. And her, and, and her pupils are dilating. You can around. tell when she's looking at you. Right. Looking around. Not at you, but just Simultaneously around. looking around. <laughs> well talking to the, the barkeep. She's not only She's drinking blue drink while looking around, while playing with salt and pepper shakers, while talking to the barkeep, while looking around, not at me. A master of multitasking, and she's into you. Oh, all right. So her pupils are dilated. Um, she lets you get close to her. Oh, okay. If she lets you get close to her, then she's interested. So other, if, so, she, if she starts kicking this is, this and is the first time. This is the first time it gives something for you to actually do. Right. Other than just observe this woman. So should I just go up to every woman and see which ones will let me be close to them? Well, no. Well, How close is close? Well, Brad, first off, make sure everything else before this is checked off the list. Right, right, right. Of course. And then if she'll let you get close. Like if she's, if she's locked if, okay, eyes wait. on you and... Um, can I ask a question? Her pupils are dilated. Then you can get close and see how close she'll let you get. If she gets close... Okay, go I've, got a, I've got a question. I'm sorry. You have a question? Um, I've got a question. Um, okay, now let's say let's say that there's this woman. Um, she's not drinking a blue drink, not talking to a bartender, not scanning the room, not playing a games. Um, but she looks at me and she's like, I want you. Not interested. I want to fuck the hell out of you. Not interested. Stay away. Then I should stay away from her because she's not interested in me. Not interested at all. Okay. Um, so I made the right call. If she makes you get, if she lets her get close to you, mm-hmm. is she a chatterbox? Is she talking to you like constantly? Well, she's obviously chatting up the bartender, right? But she's also kind of talking to you. If she's talking to you a lot. She's probably in, uh, that I could buy. Okay, yeah, she's interested. You've gotten this, close this enough one, to this her. This one I'm going to let slide. Okay, yeah. She lets you get close. If she talks and now she's to you talking a lot. She's you. probably interested. Is she using her tongue a lot? Hmm. What is she? Oh yes, yes. Well, then she's into you. Oh, okay. All right. It is weird. I've noticed people, and I think we've talked about this before, using their tongues as kind of like, almost as a gesture. Some people talk with their hands. Some people use their tongue a lot. Or maybe just, well, I've only seen girls do it, actually. Maybe there's some girls that have been into me and I didn't really realize it until just now, using their tongue. Hey, what's that word there? Uh, well, no, there was a girl who would, I've known, I've known women who would talk and then all of a sudden, like, kind of stick their tongue a little bit out. Or, like, there was one girl who always used to, like, stick it up against the top of her teeth. And just be like, uh, I don't know. Mm. Weird. I just realized my girlfriend sticks her tongue out at me a lot. She's into me. That's good. For you. <laughs> well, I, and I know because actually she does drink blue large drinks sometimes. I, <laughs> this is weird. Does she talk to the barkeep? I don't, she does chat people up a lot when they were in a barkeep. 
I think my girlfriend's into me. But this is the real test, Brad. This is the real test. All right. Okay, this is the final test for any other gentleman out there. All right. You've passed all these checklists. Is she wearing thigh-high stockings? Hopefully. If she's not, then she's not interested. Well, she is. All right. I, but how does it know? I don't know if she's interested in me. I don't understand this. Oh, if she's interested in you, then all of these things will ring true. But what if she's interested in the guy standing next to me and I'm just getting the... No. I'm just picking up on it. No, 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 no. What? If she's interested in the guy next to you, then she wouldn't let him get close. Because that's how you know. Because she's letting you get close. If she's letting another guy get close, then... Boy, I don't... I, don't, I just got a feeling this is not going to turn out well. I'm just telling you what men's health is telling the world. Well, that's what men's health is. Okay, Brad, what do you think about this? Deal or no deal on no men's health? No deal. I think it works. No deal. All right, I'm blue just, drink. What does that? What does that mean? How many they, blue drinks are is there? Is there an explanation for that? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, they go into in depth talk about what this means. Yeah, if she's ordering a blue drink, she wants to bang you. Let me re- tell you what they say about the blue drink. Okay. Um, she's ready to party, which means meeting new people and having a good time, not getting naked on the, with the first guy who buys her another round. But sometimes it does mean. Wait, I need to reread this. Okay, Brad, this gives you... Okay, I was reading the bullet points. I was reading you the checklist. Okay. Now, let me read you exactly what they say about the blue drink, and this will this will decide everything of where this men's health uh, top 10 sign she's interested in you okay. rests. All right. Her drink is big, frozen, and blue. Right. She's ready to party, which means meeting new people and having a good time. Not getting naked with the first guy who buys her another round, but... Sometimes it does mean getting naked with the first hot, cool guy who buys her another round. Whoa! No deal. <laughs> These people have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> Craziness. How can you say something and then immediately counteract it? Yeah. Frozen blue drink. Brad, I was bamboozled by men's health. It just Weren't doesn't make all? any sense. Weren't we all? I got a blue drink thrown in my face. <laughs> you got too close. I looked the fool. So, Brad, you're a writer. I am. You're a professional writer. You're a playwright. Indeed. By trade, by acclaim. Indeed. So, I, do you have any tips for us? Do you, I, I, you came to me and you I like, think you know I what? do. I think I do. And they're in my writer's corner. Caw-caw, caw-caw. Now, Brad, what made you, what pushed this upon your heart to impart onto our audience and the whole world through the podcast? Mm-hmm. Talk about writing. You know, I've been working on some projects lately. I thought I would see what was out there in, in form of, you know, maybe some writing podcast. Okay. Um, you know, see if what information was out there. I've done this before. I've made this mistake before. Um, mistake. Because writing podcasts all seem to suck. Hmm. That's just a fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. A fun Guys, fact. if you want to listen to a shitty podcast, go find yourselves a writing podcast. Now, I'm sure there's some that are good, right? No. Oh, okay. They suck. Incorrect. I haven't found... They may be out there, and I just haven't come across them. I've tried. If you have one, please send it my way. There's a few that I can bear, but they're horrible. (laughs) And it's always shitty advice. I was listening to one, and they were talking about, you know, you shouldn't use words that are are too big that might confuse the, the reader. You know, you don't like I was reading something one time and a guy used the word chartreuse. Apparently it's a color. It's some shade of green. But who the hell has ever heard the word chartreuse? Are you fucking serious? Brad, I'm a little scared of what you just told me. You're a writer. You don't know words. You don't know words. Now, Brad, I I could be wrong because, again, I'm not a writer. I'm a graphic designer by trade. Um, I thought having a pretty extensive vocabulary and command of the language was a prerequisite for writing. Yeah. 
I think knowing your colors should be your requisite for being a human. <laughs> well, that's how to get that's how you get out of kindergarten is you know your colors. It's a color. How do you not know colors? They're easy to remember. You just remember the color. You just remember the color. Like what? Listen, you assholes. Stop making shitty writing podcasts. If you don't know how to write, don't try to tell other people how to do it. Because that's what a lot of it is. A lot of it's like wannabe writers that, hey, I'm a wannabe writer and I'm working on being a writer. So I'm going to help you give you some of the tips that I've learned about being a writer because I want to be a writer and we can learn to be writers together. Well, shut the fuck up and write something. Stop talking about it. Just do it, you assholes. Is that why there aren't many good? Or is that why there aren't any good writing podcasts? Because those writers are actually out there writing and doing their craft. Maybe. I mean, there's not that much to talk about, really. Just fucking do it and do it well. Are there any authors that you've heard like speak that you're like, you know what? They have a lot of good stuff to say. Or any I, books? You know, I mean, a, here and there you'll get some things. And even then, anyone writing about anyone uh, writing about writing, it's to fill the space. You just have to throw in all these cliches and. Things I just well, do it's it. It's hard. I mean, come on. It's hard. It's hard. It's a weird thing to discuss. But fuck, when you do it so awfully, and these people are so awkward, it's like, what? You just come from writing fan fiction, and now you're going to do a writing podcast? Is that what's going on? That's what they're doing. It hurts me. It hurts me. Everyone's got a. Everyone's got a, a book inside them. Everyone's got a book. Of, hey, if you have a book, a book. If you have one. If you have a book inside uh-huh. of you, you don't have a book inside of you. <laughs> now, Brad, you're confusing me because you're telling me that if you have a book inside of you, a book, one, one singular, singular book, I don't, don't have a book. Singular book, you don't have shit. That's all. You have one idea. You got one idea that you think you could write. One. Is it weird that when you said you have a book inside of you and you're like you have one idea that I didn't think like that? Like it's like oh, okay, I got a book inside of me. I have a multiple. I have lots of ideas and I'm gonna try to you know bring it together to, into a story or maybe right who knows is it is it weird that i think of multiple ideas for one book as opposed to just one idea for one book that's what you should be thinking do i have what it takes to be a writer i think you could i could be a writer maybe maybe, maybe. i mean i don't know what other requisites there are <laughs> i think you're ahead of these people doing writing podcasts <laughs> i am more qualified for a writing podcast than i already have a podcast i have two and we're talking about writing you're already doing a better job than these assholes but don't know the colors are truths you hear me assholes so let me get this straight, Brad. Okay. Writing podcasts suck. Yes. That's, that's your tips for writers this week. That's my tip for writers. Just write. Just write. Just don't worry about them. Don't, just listen to some good... Read some something that's good. Listen to an audio book. Listen to yes. some poetry. Don't listen to writing podcasts. Listen to art. Don't listen to people talk about it. Yeah. Dude, I can definitely recommend audio books. Do you mind if we talk about that for just a second? Sure. Let's talk Brad, about what do you think about audiobooks? I'm a big fan. I love audiobooks, dude. As long as a lot of times you get stuff that's abridged, which is painful. Yeah, that's kind of lame. But well, it depends on how it's done. Yeah. Recently, I again, I've mentioned on the show, I'm taking a trip to Mexico. I've been trying to find like books on tape to help me like get back into the language mm-hmm. of Spanish because you know we didn't learn it in high school at all. Of course not. Man. I could barely remember it, and now I, thanks, Miss Westbrook. <laughs> But now I'm beginning to learn how to make conversations. I can easily greet someone and then tell them, you know, I'm having a good day. How are you doing? All right, cool. I can make nice. small talk right. in Spanish right now, again, for the yeah. first time. Um, so, yeah. I, I Hola, went- y'all. <laughs> That's what I remember. So I went to the library and went to the section and found some stuff. And then I went online and realized that there are a disturbing amount of digital books you can wow. put on, like, your iPod or, like, your Kindle or whatever. Nice. And also a plethora of audio books. Nice. And dude, I've been getting in 
awesome audiobooks. Nice. And they're great. Good times. What I can recommend is um, try to find a, a picture of Dorian Gray. Nice. I don't remember who wrote it. I can't remember. I don't remember the company who put it out. But there's an audiobook out there that is so amazing. The person who reads it has multiple voices for various characters, and they all sound unique and different. Like, this guy has got to be a professional actor somewhere. I wish I could remember who he was, but... That's awesome. Oh, it was awesome. Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wilde. Stills. Who didn't know that guy was gay? That is, yeah. I messaged you after I was listening to this. I was listening to it uh, at work. I was, like, finishing up illustrations. And again, you can do that when you're an illustrator. I mean, because you're just, you're an autopilot, basically, finishing up stuff. So I was listening to an audiobook, trying to get in the feel for it. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. I got to tell Brad. So I messaged you something about, you know what, Oscar Wilde, uh, picture doing great. Awesome. Really gay, but awesome. I mean, that's not a knock to it, because, you know. Yeah, yeah. Not by any means. But I love the language they use. I wish people oh. talk like that now. Why can't yeah. we be why can't we be like that? Articulate? Why can't we all be Oscar Wilde? That's a good question. But you know, Alex, you really shouldn't use big words like chartreuse. <laughs> Can you imagine what if those people told Oscar Wilde not to use chartreuse? Hey, Oscar Wilde, calm the language down a little bit. It's a little too flowery. You're gonna alienate the dumb people that are buying your shitty books. And by buying your shitty books, I mean reading your shitty fan fiction. Well, that was a difference back then, was that only the elite could read, really. So, I mean, they were writing for the other people who could read. So there was no question. I mean, I was like, oh, yeah, we all got big vocabularies. Well, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. That was before the penny press. I mean, that was before, like, things started really being on the printing press. I'm actually in two different time periods, because for some reason, I, I'm also reading Pride and Prejudice. Like, I'm actually reading that, even though I get mm. to get it on audiobook. Um, and that's amazing. I had no idea that if 46% of our primate brother's time is spent chewing food uh, during that time period, then Pride of Prejudice was written, I would say that was the same amount given to getting your children married. All they talk about, that, that's like the goal in life yeah. is get your kids married. Have more kids and get them married. To someone who's making at least 10000 a year. Mm. That's big money back then. But yes, audiobooks, Brad. Good times. Good, good times time. indeed. Good stuff out there. Also listening to Bonk, which is really good, a science book about sexuality. Um, a book I've actually already read and I guess rereading. Can we say that with audiobooks? Yeah. yeah. Botany of Desire, awesome book. Nice. Both sciences. Um, I'm also reading, well, I also, I said read. I also recommend uh, Dark Empire, which is a Star Wars. Wow. It's more of a dramatic reading. It's kind of a fun ride. If you like Star Wars, I mean, it's like, all right. There you go. The guy who is Lando Cal- Calrissian comes back and actually does his voice. Billy D. Billy D. Of, is on the of uh, of Nikki and Paulo episode fame. Oh yeah, lost fame. Um, he he does an episode of the Star Wars Dark Empire. It's really good. It's more of like a an old timey radio show and funny because it really <laughs> feels like an old time radio nice. show. I love when they explain things like Ah, you cut off my hand. It's like <laughs> okay, wow. Thanks for telling us out there. Uh, old timey radio Star Wars and C three PO sounds like on it sounds like an old ball and chain. It's like him and R T D two are married. Like it, it really is. He's like, nice. oh R two, you gave me a scare. C three PO, look, wow. You had a foray with. I mean, you've listened to a lot of audio books because you got on the train well before I did. I did. I actually, I just the other night, I actually, I started um, listening to Atlas Shrugged. No, again, dipping back into that. Cannot wait to dip into I made, that. Man, I, mean, I listened to the first ten chapters before I stopped. I just got sucked in because that book is awesome. It's good times. Good times. I will say one of the first audiobooks I ever listened to was um, The Time Machine. Oh, that would be awesome. But it was read by like actors from Star Trek. What? Yeah, it was like Leonard Original Nimoy. Original Star Trek? Wow. It was like Leonard Nimoy and um, um, the guy that played Q, John Delancey. What? Yeah, and then like some other random, like random Star Trek actors like filled it out. 
Well, that Delancey kid was on that one. What was that podcast that you always tell me about? Where it was LA Theater Works or someone? LA did? Theater Works, yeah. He was in the one about um, Scopus Monkey Trial. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Absolutely. He's brilliant. I mean, he's that a great actor. A good voice. I mean, that makes or breaks audiobooks. He's an amazing person yeah. reading it. But yeah, that time machine. Oh, that was good. It was creepy as hell, too. Creepy as hell. Let's see if I can find it. I've, I've actually still got the cassettes. I gotta get that oh, transferred. Very nice. MP3. Because it is good and it's scary as hell. When the Morlocks are after them. Ooh. I wonder, I mean, because I haven't read the original Time Machine. Oh. I know it's slightly different. Well, I know it's oh. different than the book, but. Yeah, it's 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 actually, it's pretty close to the, the, the old movie. There's a lot of that that it sticks to pretty closely, but then it goes kind of wacky and throws in Scrooge McDuck, but you know. Let's say what? You know, the, 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 actor, the actor that did Scrooge McDuck, who was also the guy on Mr. Ed. All right. Horses, of course, unless, of course, it's Mr. Ed. So wait a minute. Is Mr. Ed a horse or not? A horse is a horse, unless, of course. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. Um, no, I think you're getting the lyrics wrong. I think it's a horse is a horse, unless, of course, a horse is Mr. Ed. No, I think you're leaving something out. Wait, we need to look this up. Okay, look I'm it up. I'm looking this up right we now. We need to find this out. We're finding we, answers today. We're doing Guys, we, we are, are doing, doing investigative journalism. Yes. <laughs> on the Mr. Ed lyrics. This is real time. This right. is not right. recorded. It's okay. It's okay. We're going to find this. All right. <clears throat> all right. All right. All right. It's coming up. It's coming up here. Yeah. Should this be the Ramjack dramatic reading for this week? Um, Yes. I'm on bussongs.com, by the way. All right. <clears throat> and now for a Ramjack dramatic reading. You want to take it verse by verse? I was gonna, that's what I was going to say. Let me get over your shoulder. <clears throat> I'll start off. How many verses are there? How much? Oh, there's only four. Okay. A horse is a horse, of course. Of course. And no one can talk to a horse, of course. That is, of course. Unless the horse is the famous Mr. Ed. Go right to the source and ask the horse. He'll give you the answer that you'll endorse. He's always on the steady course. Talk to Mr. Ed. People yakety-yak a streak and waste your time of day. But Mr. Ed will never speak Unless he has something to say. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. And this one will talk till his voice is hoarse. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. I am Mr. Ed. <laughs> oh, yeah, my bad. I apologize. Didn't realize. I always thought that the lyrics were something about a horse is a horse, unless, of course, it's Mr. Ed. A horse is a horse, of course, unless the horse is Mr. Ed. Then it's not a horse. Then it's a human spirit trapped inside an equine. So how do you get a horse to talk? Like, why did Mr. Ed start talking? Peanut butter. Oh, oh yeah, of course, <laughs> peanut butter. Peanut butter. You can always talk. He's a horse who talks. All horses talk? No, just that one. Okay, that settles it. Well, the thing was, um, he came from the future. Um, his a, parents, his parents were, horse. Yeah, his parents were talking horses from the future, and they came back in time through a spaceship after a big giant nuclear explosion. And after the government um, killed both of his parents, and what they thought was him, he was actually saved by a horse breeder, um, played by Ricardo Montalban, and um, reared until he was eventually sold to this man's farm, and. Uh, became Mr. Ed. Wow, I didn't I didn't know the backstory. I've only seen maybe one episode of Mr. Ed in my oh, life. Well, that, that's how it works. Which is why I don't remember the lyrics correctly to the theme song. <laughs> I loved that show. Loved it. I want to watch the maps. You the, think it's the, online? And the, the, the main human actor is the guy that does the voice of Scrooge McDuck. The main human actor. Because <laughs> there's the horse actors. <laughs> there's the horse actor. Um, but and he, and he has an amazing American accent. I do remember that now. Yeah, I but he's actually Scottish. Scrooge McDuck's 
crazy accent is completely real. That's how the dude talks. That is awesome. What a yeah. cool voice. Yeah. So he was basically the house of the day. An amazing yes. uh, actor from across the pond um, doing an amazing American accent. Yeah. Flawlessly. Fact. Wow. We're learning a lot on Ramjack today. That's what we do. We learn things. A lot things. of cool stuff. Education. So we went to your writer's corner, Brad. I have something that might actually help writers as well. Oh, okay. There was an article in um, Newsweek entitled Forget Brainstorming. Fuck that. Who what, needs to brainstorm? What you think you know about fostering creativity is wrong. What? Oh, look at what really works. So here's wow. some tips of how to get your creative juices flowing. Okay. Brad, all right. Get moving. I'm moving. Get moving. Okay. It's a proven fact that every dimension of cognition improves from 30 minutes of aerobic exercise that helps with getting creative. All right. Now tell me. But tell everybody me, knows that. Again, nothing new there. Well, it's new because this is a list of things that you, everything you thought was wrong but, about creativity. Oh, so this is what you true. should do. That's not true. No, this is what really works. It really does work to get exercise. Oh, but that's conventional wisdom. Everyone knows that. That's not new. Oh. Well, we maybe to- it's not new to know that it doesn't matter what type of exercise. You just have to, you just have to exercise, and it, it keeps you creative for two hours after you exercise. Yeah. Maybe we take. Maybe the whole point is taking a, a previously known thing that's well known, and then just like, what do you got next? Take a break. Take a break and just chill. Again, more conventional wisdom. Uh, well, all right. Reduce screen time. What does that mean? According to a University of Texas professor, her name's Elizabeth. Every hour. A Should kid regularly watches... Okay, yeah, well, yeah. Should be easy to look up, Elizabeth. Um, yes, just look up Elizabeth, um, University of Texas <laughs> professor. She says, for every hour a kid regularly watches television, their overall time in creative activities, from fantasy play or arts projects, drops by 11%. Quit being a consumer, start being a producer. So what they're saying Reduce is... Reduce screen time. If you're, if you're going to want to... If you're going to want to do something, or think about something, or brainstorm something, spend less time watching TV, are not doing that... By watching television, clearly you're doing something else. So stop doing that and you'll be able to be more creative. Good I, job. Now see, I don't know about this. Because, Brad, I mean, we are obviously creative people. I mean, we're both artists. I cannot help but be creative. Like, when I'm walking down the street, whether I'm watching television or even reading, I'm constantly thinking of ideas, of things to do. Right. Concepts. Yeah. I, it, I can't turn it off. It's just how I roll. Right. Because I'm a creative person. But So you mean you don't have a book inside of you? Brad, I am brimming with like volumes. You have multiple ideas. I am a never-ending source of ideas. Wow! I'm like a well, like a hot spring. Of course, you are too. Yeah, that's how it works. I mean, yeah, that's That's how that's that's how creativity works. That's why we're doing these things. I'm sorry, I gotta I gotta be angry again. (laughs) Brad's gotta be angry again. (laughs) Who are these fucking assholes that want to be writers but don't have more than one idea? Why do you want to be a writer then? Why the fuck do you want to? It's Why do not people fun. want to be actors? It's Why not do people fun. want to do anything? It's hard to work. People like the glamour of it. People... There's no glamour. They're staying, waking up in the middle of the night and writing things on a whiteboard because you have to. Because otherwise, you're not going to be able to go back to sleep because you're going to go crazy. Well, dude, but there is there is glamour in the fact that when you create a piece of art, whether it be literature or something else, for people to see that and be like moved by it. You've seen this. People have seen your plays and tell you how awesome they are. Like, yeah. you know what? That was really awesome. People say, decide, hey, you know what? I see what you did there. There were some awesome levels in that. Dude, you're incredible. Do they talk about ideas with you? I mean, that's that's one of the benefits of art. But I mean, people don't understand that it takes a while to get there. Yeah. Um, if you want to be an acclaimed artist, um, good luck. Who knows if that's going to happen? That's not going to. You got to do it. You got to do it because you want to do it. Right. Let me tell you. If you want to be a writer, first of all, you sure as hell don't want to be a playwright. 
Because that's the worst. Well, I mean, I can tell you that. There's no fucking... Mainly because of what you told me. Yeah, you'll, you're never going to make a dime. Ever. You're going to die penniless. But that's the MO of most playwrights, I mean, right? Throughout history. Well, most writers stop. don't make that much People money. need to stop glamorizing poor writers, too. Because it sucks. <laughs> it's not glamorous. You just have no money. It just means you have no money. But you're connected, Brad. But that's oh, reducing... my only fucking skill. No money reduces screen time. Re- re- not reduces... You know why I'm no reducing screen in- time? Because I can't afford it. Exactly, yeah. Wait, yeah. yeah. Can't afford the screen time. Less money reduces screen time, thus improving your creativity. You're, you're a writer because you don't have money and you're reducing your screen time. Because I, have, and I have no other skills. Hey, here's another tip. Make sure you don't have any other skills. <laughs> you just have to be skilled in writing. Writing is a lot of work. I, people just don't realize that. Well, there's two. There's three more tips I'm going to give you before we go. Okay. Explore other cultures. Going outside of your own culture can help bolster your creativity. So if you don't have ideas, look for ideas outside. Exactly. Um, follow a passion. <laughs> Brad's facial expression. Eyes rolling. As opposed to what? Let's see. Kids who have a deep identification with other people. Explain yourself. Don't do stuff you don't like. Okay, uh, Renee. A researcher of the American Psychology Association. <laughs> Can we please refer to all scientists just by the first name? Of course, Renee. Renee from the American Psychological Association has studied children's progression into adult creative careers. Mm-hmm. Now, this is interesting, Brad, because that's us. Okay, yeah. Um, well, we were at one time. Kids do best when they are allowed to develop deep passions and pursue them wholeheartedly at the expense of being well-rounded. She says kids who have a deep identification with a field have better discipline and handle setbacks better, she noted. By contrast, kids given superficial exposure to many activities don't have the same centeredness to overcome periods of difficulty. So basically, if you're not well-rounded, you're better at being creative because you're giving yourself into one pursuit, one passion. That's a weird wording of follow a passion to be followed yeah. up with that kind of... Renee, That's... I mean, I respect what you're doing, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure about that either. I mean, I would almost say being well-rounded definitely helps being creative. Yeah. Like, I would almost say that's a prerequisite, too. Personally. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I may be totally off the mark, but I'd like to think I mean, I guess that there I'm are those people that try to dabble in everything and in the process are shitty at everything. I guess you do have to... At some point, you have to develop a... Well, yeah. Well, thing. I mean... To a point. I mean, yeah, you are a playwright. I, I, I'm know, a graphic right. designer. That's what we've chosen to like. Really, we never be skillful spent, we, at. We never spent a lot of time on golfing. Very true, but we still have the intellectual curiosity to be like, what is golfing? We can look it up and be like, all right, cool. I actually no, I don't really have the intellectual curiosity to look up golfing. But you do have intellectual curiosity. That sure. I know, but not about golfing. That is proven by the fact that we looked up. I'm I'm bigoted against golfing. <laughs> Frisbee golfing is awesome. Fuck that. I hate frisbees. Open up your mind. I got a black eye from a frisbee. The day before pitcher day in second grade, thank you. You really did. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brad, there's Wait. so much I've learned about you over this week that I relearned or, like, exposed. I feel like this is the most random podcast ever, but I, I kind of want to take a moment to tell that story. Please do. Should we finish up this really quick? Just yes. give you more. Okay, we'll one more back. thing to think about before we go back. We should actually delve, because that could tie into the balloon thing, because I didn't even remember that you were traumatized <laughs> by balloons. Okay. We have proof of your intellectual curiosity and the fact that we just looked up the lyrics to uh, Mr. Ed's theme song. Yes, we did. Out of nowhere, just just for the kicks. Hey, just guys, re- if you listen to this show, you're going to learn things. Exactly. And if you want to be creative, I have one more tip for you. What is it? Ditch the suggestion box. <laughs> what? Ditch the suggestion box. 
This may not be more for personal reasons. Who's I don't, this for? I don't know who this is for, Who's Brad. These by? tips are for everywhere. I have a FormSpring account. Should I get rid of it? You should get rid of it. Guys, please hit me up on my FormSpring account. Let me know if I should get rid of it or not. If you want to increase innovation in an organization, yes. get rid of the suggestion box. Oh. Apparently, it makes it makes things too formal. Is this guy's logic? Like, it's uh-huh. hey, look, if you want a suggestion, put it in the box and we'll talk about it. As opposed to just approaching whoever's actually in charge and really in charge of these things. Like, you know what? Maybe we should do this. Who the fuck, who the fuck actually uses a suggestion box? I thought I didn't even think they existed anymore. Yeah. Churches use suggestion boxes. Oh, but there's no thinking going on there. Well, exactly. That makes sense now. Right. Suggestion. They don't want you to be creative in a church. Yeah. Suggestion. Um, why don't you guys stop talking about nonsense? Wait a minute. Let's let's examine the the whole steps of creativity backwards, but through a church. Ditch a suggestion box. Churches have suggestion boxes. Get rid of them. Follow a passion. Churches tell you to not follow passion at all, but to follow God. Right. Explore other cultures. Not in church. Oh, no. They hate that. Dunzo. Reduce screen time. Well, I, I'm not sure how that really fits in at 700 all. 700 Club. 700 Club. Watch it more. Watch it more. Take a break. Never. I'm here in church. Every Sunday well, for the rest of your life. Well, beginning Sunday, to end. We'll see. Don't you dare stop. If you quit on God, you're going to hell. Well, dude, that's the trick. No work on the Sabbath except worshiping God. Mm. You never take a break. Church doesn't want you taking breaks. No. No at breaks. All. You're either working or you're at church. That's right. Get moving. Well, okay. Well, the church does advocate that you go out and... You know, add more people to the flock. So, you know, um, four out of six of these in the church is stifling creativity. Yeah. And they're just letting a fraction of it in there. Just ah. a little bit. They just want you to move around and re- well, reduce screen time. Is, okay, maybe maybe one out of six. Where church allows you to be creative with your movements. That's why they like those hand that's why, that's why they yeah, like sign language when they're singing songs or like that. doing like box squares. Or Not, the, um, the, the speaking in tongues bullshit where they're flopping all over the ground. Yeah. Snake handling. Creativity. Ah! They will let you be creative in movement, but nothing else. Right. There you go. There you go. There you go. Hey, Alex. Yeah? Guess what? What? You're in the situation room. Situation? Alex, you know a while back, the uh, touchdown Jesus burnt to asunder. Yes. It's sad for everyone. Well, not so much for us, but it's sad for them. Don't worry. I'm sure you know they're building it back as we speak. Are they? That's the plan. Because I've driven by it quite a few times since then, and it's still just the scaffolding of, like, the skeleton. And it seems like they're proud of it at this point. Well, they got plans. They're going to build it back better and stronger. But guess what? What? The Ramjack Freedom Militia has got a man on the inside. Really? We're going to build that statue back. But it isn't going to be Baby Jizo. It wasn't Baby Jizo to begin with, but <laughs> it would be funny if they did make a Baby Jizo coming out of the ground. But continue. Well, here's the thing. You're tasked with deciding what we're going to turn their statue into right under their noses without them knowing. And then they're stuck with it. Yeah. Can it, does it, I guess. Well, they're, building that, it back, so they're building it back, so it's never going to get burnt down again. It's going to be permanent. It's going to be permanent. There's going to be no way to destroy this thing, lest a nuclear bomb go off. Well, let's not tempt them, but... So, uh, what's your statue going to be? Your giant coming out of the ground statue. In my mind, we have to do something that's going to be close enough to something religious, maybe? Mm -hmm. Where people could see it and be like, oh, well, that's this, some sort of biblical tie, but it not really be, but... It's a stretch, mm-hmm. so that they won't realize why. Unless, unless we can put like like a curtain that goes all the way around it yeah. until it's the big day of revealing. Because they want, they want. The thing is, they're hope, they're wanting to make a big event. They're gonna have a big 
inaugural event when they unveil it and show it to the world. This is so secret, though, that they don't even know what's going on. They don't know. They got the big curtain up. They're like, you know what? Here's the plans we made. Uh, bigger Jesus. They better have, Jesus. They have no idea we've infiltrated them. So they're not they've, even they've aware what's their, going on. They've got their faith in the workmen. So is, is who's who's the inside guy? In my mind, Cedric's just like moving really slow. <laughs> like they trust him because he's a slow mover. He's like, right. they're confusing him. He's like, like a beard. And just like a little hat, and they're like, "Oh, that old man, he knows his construction work." Well, the thing is, you know, we've bought, we've we've infiltrated, we've infiltrated the whole design department, and we've we've bought off all the workers. This is a, this is a high caliber. Uh, it's heist. you know, it's what we do. Hoax. It's what the Freedom Militia does. Prank. All right. So, what are we gonna erect? So what's that gonna be? Hmm. It can mean so many things. Yeah. I mean, an actual baby Jesus coming out of the ground would be really, really funny. But we want it to be more extreme. Like, they're not going to be able to destroy it. Could, right. It can be anything. What's something that would really get to the core of Five and Tours or, like, churches that would really just get them, like, irate? I mean, you couldn't do, you could go easy with something, maybe something that was, like, strongly phallic or sexual related, but that's not enough. Right. That's more of the cheap, kind of lame way. You got to find something that they're going to absolutely hate. Nice. Or do I do that or do we something funny? It's however you want to go. I, I, I've already made my decision, but I'm not going to tell you until you, until you answer. Until I answer. All right. Okay. Right. Let's see. What is the, what is something that they would absolutely hate? <laughs> I, I just assume yours is a, is a statue of Marmaduke. <laughs> that I just, that's awesome. what I assume. Ugh. Who doesn't hate Marmaduke? Just, just a picture of that's Marmaduke. That's pretty awesome. Looking out of his uh, doghouse. <laughs> I'm America's 37th most favorite canine comic. <laughs> I, I just assume, of course, that's an Owen Wilson voice. So you did, right, but, right, right. Um, I assume it's one of his cartoons just brought to life. Because they're single panels, so I guess you really could yeah. do that. And yeah. then just have, like, <laughs> type on a giant thing in front of it and just give them a Marmaduke cartoon. Well, it looks like Marmaduke thinks he's baby Jesus this time. You know what? I'm not going to do something that's going to like really make anyone mad. I'm going to do something that's going to be awesome okay. that I would actually love to see going down the interstate, and that's like really nice art. Awesome. I want a recreation of something. Let's see. There are so many uh, amazing like Greek and Roman sculptures or even copies of them done in the Renaissance. Which one to go with? I, I just don't know. Don't know. Better make a decision. I've got to make a decision. Let's see. What would be something that would be really awesome? I don't know. Something that would I think would be offensive to everyone would be like a statue of Muhammad. Oh, nice. Directed. Nice. Who is that? Ah. That's awesome. Well, that's going to cause too much tur- turmoil. I, I can't, I can't do badass. that. pretty badass. Buddha would be fun too, but Muhammad would be the one. Muhammad would be and so awesome. And just put underneath awesome. it Muhammad so people know. And then the Jesus are pissed off and the Muzos. That covers a lot of bases. Nice. But at the same time, I can't I can't do that. I'd rather have something that was nice, that was mm-hmm. awesome and classic and just like, you were gonna, like, wait a minute, is that? That is. I think I might want to do um, David. Just nice. have just a reproduction of the David, like a giant David on the side of the road. That's pretty awesome. I mean, that is, that is still kind of, I mean, that is religious based, but at the mm-hmm. same time, that's an awesome piece of artwork. Yeah. I think it would piss them off because he would be fully nude. Yeah. Um, I would hate that shit. Yeah. I mean, that, even though, I was going to make a joke about it, a full erection, not me, I, I but I don't know how to actually do that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he would be nude, so that would make them mad, but at the same time, could they be mad because it's religious? Like, oh, you wanted, you wanted a Jesus? I thought you meant David. Oh. Yeah, I think we'll go David. Nice. I would have said Mr. Peanut. <laughs> 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 I go for a classic piece of art that would inspire anyone who would buy it that's right. awesome haunting that gaze that he has actually if you actually look mm-hmm. into the eyes or the face of that David and it's hard to because he's up high and whatever right um, but it is it's pretty it's pretty intense nice 
and you go with a giant Mr. Mr. Peanut. Yeah. Is he like laying on the side? Or is he up like tap, tap dancing? What's he doing? I think he's just doing the the, the touchdown Jesus pose. He's getting a touchdown. Yeah, with his you know with his jauntily placed uh, top hat, and his monocle. It's kind of fun. It's like, hey, yeah, you're the Church of Mr. Peanut now. Deal. <laughs> Makes everyone a little happier. See, what I think is, I I decided to go that route, and you were like, no, fuck that. We're not going to give them a David. That's ridiculous. So when they unveil it, I'm thinking David, and then I see Mr. Peanut, and everything is right. The world. I'm like, of course it was Mr. Peanut. It's you. It's all you, dog. This is your situation. I'm just telling you that was the first thing that popped into my head, Mr. Peanut. I like it, though. Give him some class. They won't know what to do with it. It'll be lost on them. They're going to build, like, a giant, like, toga or, like, thong to put on him. Oh, yeah. Or, like, give him robes. What if they give him, like, gave him, like, robes and then, like, put, like, a fake beard on him to make him look like Jesus? <laughs> they dress him up as Jesus. That's actually the David. It's just they dressed him up to look like oh. Jesus. It'd actually be pretty funny. Like when they put the... Uh... Brad, there's a situation you've gotten yourself into. What? All right. So we've conferred huh? as hosts of Ramjack. Right. As friends. Yes. As leaders of the Freedom Militia. Absolutely. Of this great country of ours. Eh, well, of the great podcast. Um, of this room we're sitting in. This great room. Of a coalition of greatness. Yes. Um, we need to get Ramjack out there. Yes. You are going to be... Are our face to the public. I'm the man on the streets. You are the man on the streets. So what we what we did was, you know, pilot season's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to get we need to get our face out there and right. get people like, who is that guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's on Ramjack. Okay, we need to listen. Right. So we figured the best thing to do was just like blindly submit um, you as um, me personally. Yeah, just you um, out there into reality television. Oh, see what sticks. Send a tape out and maybe you get picked. Thanks. Again, for the better good of the podcast, yes. and maybe just for your career, too. Who knows? Sure. All right. We've sent them out, mm-hmm. and they've gotten back to us. Something has stuck. Oh, oh, yay. It's a new reality show. Okay. It's actually combining two reality shows into oh, one. That's awesome. Buzzards aren't as high as it used to be, so they're going to have to combine them. Sure. Um, so the show, Brad, mm-hmm. is you think you can dance with the stars... Okay. Yeah. Well, basically, what happened was we sent out that blanket of stuff, and this one stuck. And we didn't. We were like, "Oh no, Brad hates dancing. He, he disagrees." It, like, I don't dance. You don't dance. I've never danced. Well, this is what that that's what they that's what they liked. This guy doesn't dance. So th- this is what's going on. Who am I dancing with? Well, th- well, let me let me tell you this. Okay. You were chosen because of that. All right. You're so against dance. You just don't dance. They're like, you know what? This would make a good story. Like mm-hmm. one of the. One of these, I say characters, but that's how it is in reality shows, right. basically. Sure. You're the character. Brad hasn't danced, kind of disagrees with it. Let's see if we can change his mind. Let's see if we can, oh. we can make him learn to love again. Nice. But dancing. Open my cold heart. So what it is, is everyone goes on this show, mm-hmm. and they pick a celebrity to dance with, and actual dancers teach you guys to dance. Right. And then every week, you take that dance that you've learned, perform it for America, okay. or the world, they vote, and, uh, you know, it's the same at that point. It's just, that's the only thing. You're dancing with another celebrity. Nice. Who so do you- it's me and the celeb dancers, so they don't know how to dance either really no or oh. they might i mean that depends on who you choose Ooh. because you get to choose the <gasps> celebrity yes that's part of the appeal of the show yes who do you dance with anybody okay here's what you're gonna have to do though okay first you're gonna have to pick a celebrity to dance with huh? and you also have to pick a style of dance that you guys are gonna get to do together it may divvy up later in the season but you have to pick something to start with what's something you've always how a style of dance you've always wanted to do i don't know anything about styles of dance well dude you're gonna have to choose 
Make it easy first. Celebrity. Who do you want to dance with? You can choose anyone. Well, maybe you should choose the dancing form first because that could affect who you choose. I don't know dancing forms. Well, what dancing forms do you know? What are you aware of? What do you see? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's traditional ballroom dancing. There's okay. hip hop. There's hop. bump and grind, which is what the kids are doing these days. Right. That's ridiculous. Um, club dance, whatever. Right. Um, there's disco fever. Disco fever. Saturday night fever. That's fun. Um, I guess. Well, that doesn't really count as a dancing style. Um, maybe rain dancing. Maybe you want to get in touch with your Native American roots. With Native American ruts. Um, maybe break dancing. Dude, there's break tons dancing. of forms of dancing. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do like what? What's the? Is it German or Swiss where they like kick their legs out and fold their arms and get low and then river dance? You could do <laughs> the river dance. What form of dance do you want to start with? Tap dancing. Tap dancing. Maybe you're like Fred Astaire. I'll tap what do you, dance. What do you do? I will tap dance. You think in tap dance is the I way to go? Tap dance. What about tap dancing intrigues you? There's tapping involved. You get shoes with with uh like was it dimes or something? Nickels glued to the feet of the soles or whatever? Sure. I don't know what's gonna happen. It's tap dancing. Right, okay. So you've decided to I'm tap, tap dance. dancer at who's, heart. Who's your partner? Anyone? It can be anyone. I guess you could go male or female. It doesn't matter. I'll go female. Of course go female. But <laughs> I'm mean, gonna go male. I've seen some interesting buddy dance troupe. Not really, yeah, now that I think about it. Fuck that. Not on my watch. <laughs> yeah, that might not be I don't know if you want to put that out there to the public. Yeah. Who am I going to tap with? It's going to be my tapping. It's a celebrity. Anyone you want. Pal. Who's going to tap with you? My, my, my sexy tap lady. Who's your sexy tap lady? Um, Who's in the running? Or do you just want to decide one randomly? I'm just, I'm, you know what I'm going to do? What's up? I'm, I'm going I'm to consult the internet quickly. Okay. I'm going to go into Google and type... Um, tap dancing celebrities? Tap dancing celebrities. So you're going to try to get I'm gonna see what the in internet. on the game already? Yeah. See, I was thinking something you want to think about is like height. Because you want someone who's like, I guess, slightly shorter than you, or maybe equal height with you. Also, imagine they're probably going to be in tap dancing hills, so she needs to be a little bit shorter than you. Hmm. Maybe I don't know. I've never, well, I've never really tap danced, but I am familiar, more than familiar, with other forms of dance. Hmm. Yeah. But I think tap dancing is good. I've, I was going to go either that, or maybe break dancing for you. <laughs> break dancing would would be fun and ridiculous. Something about seeing you do baby swipes, or um, what is the thing that Mr. T taught us <laughs> on Be Somebody? Besides being someone or about our <laughs> roots, which you, you yeah. attached. Who, who you? Can I, I, can I just say the first celebrity that I actually recognize is uh, um, is uh, um, the guy that played Sulu on Star Trek? He tap dances? Apparently. George Takai? George Takai, thank you. Oh, my. I think he would be a wonderful dancing partner. Um, I, I think you guys think, could get along. No. So, George Takai? He's, no, he's not my type. He's, wait, Angelina Jolie also pops up. Really? She tap dances? I don't know if she does, but there's just a picture she of her. Did, she did I typed into Google, then I went to Google Images, classes. and there's a lot of people I don't recognize, and then just a random Angelina Jolie, and Halle Berry, Jackie Chan. None of these pictures show them tap dancing, by the way. They're just pictures of them. So I don't know if I'd buy this, but I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, you know, go with the internet has to say. Melissa Joan Hart. Mm-mm. Larissa explains it all. Pass her time. Mm-hmm. I love that you don't even... What was the one show where she was a witch? Sabrina, maybe? Yeah, that was after my time. What else? TGIF goodness. Kate Winslet? Winslet is very attractive. According to the internet. Who are you going with, Brad? Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, um, it's um, a tough call, I know. You're going to be tap dancing with this person. Who am I going to tap dance? Who's my sexy tap dance lady? She doesn't have to know how to tap dance. Right. She could be anyone. You know, I, I mean... Who's your flavor of the week? Come on. I, it's it's almost too easy, but I think I gotta say Angelina Jolie. We're gonna tap it out. She's the one. She's the one. She's taken, Brad. She's got a lot of kids, but you're what just else? having fun. She wants to get away from that. It's like ah, I'm so tired of working with that husband and those children. Ooh, always running underfoot. I just want to tap. I just want to tap and be carefree. I'll be there for her. <laughs> and America will watch you we fall will, in love. We will tap our way into America's heart. Very nice. Very nice. We'll teach the world how to love again. How to toss away their cares. 
put on a happy face and tap it out right well done well done tap it out right that's gonna be the new phrase that's gonna be the tagline for the show once we're like you know the the super hep cats on the show and everyone's tuning in just to see us tap it out right and I will I will tap it out right that's your that's your uh, salute every evening tap it out right so Brad good dance out there what would you want to tell America tonight <laughs> hey thanks tap it out right guys tap it out right who says that cause you know I am whoa tap it out right dial 427 and number 2 to vote for Brad and Angelina very well done I, I do come first in that pairing it's me than Angelina Jolie. Well, it's yeah, you're yeah. the obviously. Yeah, celebrities the, just tacked on. Yeah, they're I'm following the you as a character. No one cares about her. Fact. Well done, Brad. Well done. Bonus situation. Bonus sitch. That's right, Alex. It's been a fun year, but the time has come. All of America's waiting. Your center stage. The envelopes in your hand. Alex, who is world's greatest human? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's been a year since we've discussed this, and uh, oh, we need man. a new world's greatest human. It really has been a year, hasn't it? Yes. So we need a new world's greatest human. We need award. a new world's greatest human. Wow. I mean, so much has happened in the past oh, year. So much. I, do you do you have any ideas of who might be able to uh, fill the shoes? Who was who won last year? Just out of uh, Megan Fox won last year. Megan Fox is back. There She's was there like, was some question um, whether she would be able to fulfill her duty, and I I think Mr. Pernicek told us. Um, that she was going to, um, that she might have to hand over her crown to uh, Chase Crawford. Oh, but I, I, I think I think that got resolved, and Megan was able to keep her title. Oh, okay. But uh, it's time to hand it off because it's a new year. We need a new world's greatest human. I didn't realize they had a crown involved with it, but that's awesome. Oh yeah. yeah. Who am I going to crown world's best human? World's greatest human. Greatest human of 2010. I guess the year 2010 to 2009. I don't know how it spans. 20, well, 2010 till 2011. It's on into the next year. Okay. All right. Greatest human. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know. So many humans. I know. I mean. So many humans alive. Who's in the mix? Who's popular now? Everyone that's alive. Every human being that's alive. <laughs> you gotta pick the best one. I gotta pick the best. Someone that's just as good as Megan Fox was last year. Can we give this, was it post-human, where someone's dead and you give them an award? No, you can't do that. Because then they're not... What's what's that called? Posthumously? There you go. Posthumously. So I can't give it... I can't give it posthumously. No. Well, you don't want to have a... The greatest human can't be a dead human. They failed at being a human. (laughs) They died. (laughs) Huh. Well, Megan Fox is old news. I mean, she's... Yeah, that was last year. I don't even remember why she was in the running, but I'm sure it was... I remember. I'm I'm sure... I'm sure there were good reasons behind oh, absolutely. it. The best reasons. So it's all you. The world is waiting. The world is waiting for the be- greatest human right now on this planet. I have no idea. Better find out. Be an angry mob of humans. <laughs> They'll be out for justice. <laughs> we want justice. We want a, we want a world's greatest human. And if we don't get that, we want justice. For who's in charge of a just, you know, handing down such a title. Yeah, what he said. Urgh, justice. Who am I to argue with a mob wanting justice? I must give them a world's greatest human. I don't know where to go with this, Brad. Honestly, I'm totally lost. Alex, I want you to think about all the things that embody world's greatest human. All right. I think we went over them last year, um, all the great things. And, we, of course, we came out with Megan Fox as the world's greatest human. So what was the criteria for her again? Like, what? She just have to be, you just have to be the best. You have to be the best You just have to be the best ever. I want, you to, I want you to think in your mind. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Alex, All right. who's the best? Who is the best? Yeah. Um, the kid who was in Karate Kid? Will Smith's son? No. Was it Ralph Macchio or whatever? Ralph Macchio? Yeah, the original Karate Kid. Wow. Because he is the best around. No one can ever keep him down. It's very true. He, pers- he persevered. Very true. I mean, if you were asking that question, it's not right. That's who I would say the best is. Mm-hmm. Ask me another question. Is that enough? Or Usually. Um... I mean, he's a he- <laughs> it's usually enough. 
<laughs> but that's tainted by a song. Okay. Come at me with a different angle. Okay. Come at me with a different. Who's the greatest? Who's the greatest? Um, uh, well, I think the greatest American hero would have to be um, mm. what's his name? Mm. Curly blonde hair. Yeah. I don't remember that actor's name, but mm. can you can you award a character? <laughs> I don't think you can award a character. You have to. So award... no one fictional. No one who's a human. It has to be a human. It has to be a human. Not a fake human. Not a faux human. It can't be like a robotic human either. Which makes no. sense. Best human. We're prejudiced against androids as well, so no androids. Okay. Maybe someday we'll be able to overcome that, but right now, I just don't think the board would agree with it. Dick Cheney can't count, right? I mean, for obvious reasons. He's mostly android, yeah. But have you heard about his new heart? He's a robot. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, He is a robot heart. He has a new heart that doesn't have a pulse. Right. Like, it constantly <laughs> just circulates blood through his body. It's just constantly streaming. Dick, Ch- Dick Cheney is a walking joke. <laughs> So he, sadly, he's excluded. Not that he was in the running anyway. He doesn't have a heart, and he's and he's Dick. His name is Dick. He's a Dick. I really don't know who would be the world's greatest human, Brad. George Clooney. George Clooney. We gave it to a woman last year. Okay. We're gonna give it to a man this year. What has George Clooney done? He's a fine actor. Mm Hmm. Um, he doesn't believe in nonsense. He's not a five and doer. Nice. Salt and pepper hair. Salt and pepper hair. It's classy. Yeah. He's a man every guy will respect. Mm-hmm. And a lot of ladies fawn over him. It's like, you know what? That's a, that's a, who's an upstanding citizen? Who's an upstanding guy? Nice. Oh, it's George Clooney, obviously. George Clooney. And he's alive. And he's alive. And he's not a robot. Not a robot. I enjoy his acting. I enjoy, he also gives it back to the immunity, if, if I'm not mistaken. Very charitable soul. George Clooney. George Clooney is this year. So for 2010, the world's greatest human is? George Clooney. George Clooney. Megan, come up here. Give him that. Give him that crown. Hand over the crown. Beautiful, nice, magnificent. It's awesome that at a position like this, that they can just hand off the crown with no ill wills. So beautiful. No, yeah, no ill will. They're just like, mm-hmm. you know what? Yeah, I, I've served my post for a right. year, and now I give it to you. I was. It was. So, she was so happy. She was so happy just to have been able to serve for a year, and now she's happy to continue the tradition in what I'm sure will be a long, beautiful tradition of the world's greatest humans. Can you imagine if they had a baby. What a wonderful, great baby that would be. That would be the best baby. The best baby. Not world's greatest human. That's the best baby. Best baby. Megan Fox and George Clooney create the best baby. Is that expected of them? Like, it's encouraged. Okay, look, if you're the two greatest people on the planet. Right. Hey, look, you were the greatest person. I mean, you're the last year's hotness, but you were still one of the best people ever. And I'm the new best person ever. You think that they, everyone else is like rubbish They've to them? They've got to bang it out. Yeah, I mean, I assume as much. Like, as, like soon, you know as what? As soon as it's over, they just go in the back and just bang it out. We're elite. Everyone else is rubbish to us now. Hey, how about it? I don't know, bro. I, I can't answer and this And that question. baby is taken away and raised in secret so that someday it can take over the world. What do you mean take over? I mean, it will just be given the reins. Right. The, like, the world wow. will be thrown to its feet. It'll, please, it'll have a coming please, out party. It's best like, baby. hey. It'll be awkward because like, up until it's like in its 20s, it'll be called world's best baby by a lot of people. It'll be like, okay, I'm not a baby anymore. All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm the world's greatest person now. I'm an adult. I'm not a baby. baby. World's greatest baby! World's greatest Look, baby! Look, please, please, I'm not, I'm not. That's why it's going to be raised in secret. As soon as the baby's born, Cedric is going to take it and <laughs> run off with it. <laughs> no. And take it to... Cedric will slowly ascend into the trees. He'll pass it off to uh, to the people that are going to raise it in the world's greatest compound. Who's going to raise it? I mean, who could raise the world's greatest baby? I mean, uh, we'll, we'll, it, can't, it can't fail. Because right. it has a genetics. What if it skips a generation? What if it gets all the recessive traits and it's the world's worst the baby? World's worst baby. Oh, the wor- then it will have to take over the world. Oh, because it will. It'll, it'll be. It'll, it'll be. It'll have to be destroyed. It'll be promised all. That's why they took it away. Because we got to make sure. It's we got to make born. sure it's pure. It's born. Um, Megan Fox, angelic, 
her face glowing because she's mm-hmm. pregnant and she's giving birth and she's so happy. Clooney right. is just like, you know what? Yeah, this is the best thing ever. I don't believe in miracles, but if I could say some, quantify something as what a miracle would be, this would be it. And we're, oh, the whole world's bated breath waiting for them to bring that kid out. Right. And all you hear the doctor go is, oh my! And then like a baby's crying and you just hear them being like, what? What's going on? What's going on? Clooney turns the corners like, ah! He just throws up. World's worst baby. <laughs> what have I done? What have I what done? What have we done? Oh my and then God. Like, the camera cuts out and the world's like, ah! Like everyone is going crazy. They have, to, they have to just take this kid away and it's never the same. It's like Splice. It could be just like Splice. It's like a Dren baby. It's a Dren baby. <laughs> they made a gross Dren baby. Oh. Wow. It's going to be hard on that kid. Oh. I hope it turns out world's best baby. I do. I mean, who knows? What if it's twins? One of them's world's best baby and one's world's worst baby. <laughs> Fraternal twins? Yes. The first one is the, the good one and the next one's the bad one. It's like Jacob and Man in Black. Oh. <gasps> Well, then they will be villain. I mean, they will be at each other's throats. What if this is how Lost began? What if, what if what one if? of them is the world's best baby and the other one is the world's worst? They don't even give him a name. <laughs> I love it. The man in black. Worst baby. Worst baby You're ever. the worst. You're the worst baby. Would Jacob really be that Such a shitty better? baby. Well, Jacob's you. pretty shitty. Yeah. Well, so I think maybe the world's worst baby is actually made better for it. Has a lot to overcome, doesn't it? Has a lot to overcome. That world's worst baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the world's worst baby may become the world's best person when it's all said and done. Don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> Where's to live by? Run Ramjack. Very nice. I love how that actually ended up. So, Brad, we're trapped here in the vortex. Well, I we're we're trying to cool the room down. We are. We just actually, it, got, it got too hot in here. It got really hot. Got hot and sexy in here. That's a lot of issues rolling around oh, in the wow. air, making the, the vortex really warm. Ooh, it's this tornado island. Whoa. <laughs> Speaking of hot air, I had a little adventure. What kind of an adventure? My girlfriend surprised me. She was like, we're going to go somewhere, but I'm not going to tell you where. I'm like, okay. My girlfriend and I went to a hot air balloon show. Brad, the face, your facial expression seems to be a little... We went to a hot air balloon show. It was actually really awesome. It was actually phenomenal. Um, have you ever been to a hot air balloon show? or What I do have, you know of these things? I've been to many, many hot air balloon shows. Really? Yeah. An inordinate amount of hot air balloon shows. I never knew this. How have we been friends this long and oh, this has never wow. come up? I'm assuming since it hasn't come up that you were not a fan of it? Alex, as you well know, I am a being made up almost entirely of psychological damage and blunt force trauma. <laughs> this is something I know, just knowing Right, it. Yes. right. This is just a fact. Um, I feel like my entire childhood, yeah, at least 80% of it was being drugged to fucking hot air balloon shows. How have you not told me this before? It seemed like every six months, my mother, my mother for some reason was uh, quasi-obsessed with hot air balloons. So she would take me to these fucking hot air balloon shows because she also thought she was a photographer and she would take pictures of hot air balloons. And hot air balloons to me are analogous to fireworks. It's something in the sky that you look at and it's fun for about 15 seconds. Then, dunzo. You know, I... Case closed. Interesting you say that. I should have put two and two together. You don't like fireworks. Obviously, you wouldn't like hot air balloons. They're similar. Not even when they glow? No, it's... um, Oh, wow, it's dark. Now they're lighting up. There's still hot air balloons in the sky. There's nothing there. I guess it all depends on context or what's going on. I have never been to a hot air balloon show. Uh, Years ago, when I was still in school, Mm. I was at the Cincinnati Art Museum um, doing research for... uh, Whether it was a paper or like a scavenger hunt or something... um, 
for history class. It was late. The museum was closing. I got out, whipped around, and you know, uh, what is it, Eden Park? Mm-hmm. It's pretty filled with trees and forests, so I wasn't right. sure. I could kind of see through the tree something was going on. I round the bend to get back to the major thoroughfare. And the whole park is filled with balloons. Hot air balloons, like, slowly, like, some of them slowly growing, some of them taking off. It was like, what the hell's going on? Like, I turned the corner, I was like, what the? And just looking through the park, it looked beautiful. Just, like, these giant, just, like, crafts, just, like, flying up in the air, people everywhere. I was like, that is awesome. But I have to go home and write a paper, damn it. Ah! So since then, I've been really intrigued by hot air balloons. I wish I'd known. Plus, it's, like, one of the oldest forms of flight. And, you know, flight has always intrigued me as well. It's just neat. Like, when do we ever think that? So my girlfriend, Kelly, she picked up on it, I guess. Because apparently, and this is weird, too. Um, Brad, how often do I mention hot air balloons around you? I'm curious. I would say never. Otherwise, I would have vomited. Well, apparently, I have mentioned... my deep psychological scarring. Apparently, I've had hot air balloons on the mind for a while because she said that I keep mentioning hot air balloons. And I thought, maybe I have mentioned hot air balloons. I guess I did. Anyway, it was perfect. She took me there by surprise. I had no idea where we were going. We just got on the open road. No red flags. I was like, I trust Kelly. So we go up there, and yeah, all of a sudden there's a hot air balloon show. It was like, this is great. It was actually really fun. Like, they had a race where, like, all these balloons just, like, inflated. And it was who could get them inflated the fastest and then go to a certain point the fastest. How long did that take? The inflating probably took around 10 minutes, maybe, at the most. Okay, okay. Um, they would just inflate, and the guy would... There was... God, the uh, the showmen are like the master of ceremonies. He had a mic. He was just throwing out all these facts, talking about it, like, oh, we have so-and-so up in the air and so-and-so balloon. Um, and he kept telling us, he was like, and remember, folks, say hi when they uh, float by, because there's nothing between you and them in the air. They'll be able to hear you, surprisingly. And I thought, really? I mean, they're not that high up. And I can see these people waving. So I, I guess I could yell at oh, them. I wonder if they can hear me. Can, can they hear me? Hey, you're hey. doing a good job. Hey, look don't, good. don't stop. You keep it up. I'm giving you my words of encouragement. Ooh, nice balloon. Why is it so yellow? Why are balloons so yellow? I, what? Dude, something we noticed as they were taking off and flying over is like, there's a lot of yellow on these things. We found out later it's because of the balloon glow, obviously, because whenever the flame lights up. Right. Um, Lighter colors, easier. Dude, but yeah, hot air balloons are pretty neat. I, I, I enjoyed it. It was a pleasant surprise. I got lots of photographs. Fun times. I, it's got to be neat just to I sail, think, gliding on the air. Nothing but total. Like, you just go up in a hot air balloon, and wherever the wind goes, is you go. And I think it would be okay to go up in a hot air balloon. I think that would be fun. But it would be really the, pretty. The watching them is just, I don't, I, the, I don't get it. I don't see the appeal of watching hot air balloons. Well, Brad, I mean, I don't see the appeal of watching a lot of things that aren't something you can be active with, like sports. I would much rather be playing a sport. Like, watching baseball, it's like, eh, these people are professionals, and I guess this is kind of cool. I would much rather be playing baseball with friends of mine. Mm-hmm. I would much rather be out and about throwing yeah. a football or whatever. Yeah. It's just more fun to do it than it is to watch it for me. Can I tell you another dark memory of, of hot air balloons? Oh, dude, by all means. I mean, my, we're talking about it. There's a lot to talk about in the hot air right. balloon stuff, but let's continue down your dark well, trail I, I be, before I, I, I interject. We'll, we'll I set feel, the pacing that way. I like to see the podcast as like 50% therapist for me. Oh, of course. So I can I can let these things out and become a better person. Um, I <laughs> At one point, my mother in foisting hot air balloons upon me um, for my birthday one year, as my mother tends to give the shittiest gifts ever. Um, I'll never forget the Christmas I received an electric ice scraper in Tennessee where it never snows. Um, <laughs> she gave me 
a, a VHS tape was a child of hot air balloons. Yes. And it was hosted by a clown, this like super intense clown. It was kind of creepy, actually. That's gotta be the scariest thing ever. Yeah, and he was just introduced. It was, it was, it was like about. It was about two things. It was about clown. It was, it was a clown. It was about clowns and hot air balloons. It was about hot air balloons and trains. Oh, really? Yeah, and I remember seeing the videos as a kid. Like your kid liked trains, and they'll love plenty of trains. The new video on VHS. This was a mixer, and it was, it was basically this clown just hosting. He would come on and would say, "Hey, kids, you want to see a balloon?" And then you watch, like, 20 minutes of stock footage of hot air balloons with, like, light music behind it, Muzak behind it. And then he's like, hey, how about trains? And then you watch 20 minutes of... Nightmare! (laughs) You watch 20 minutes of shitty stock footage of trains. Now, see, this is interesting, Brad, because, okay, news to me that you absolutely despise hot air balloons or been right. made to hate hot air balloons we'll yeah. work on that yeah um but you like trains right i, I do mean, i'm you, all about trains you've always talked about going on train trip. i would love to go on a train trip i don't know that i'd like to watch trains i was dragged to a train museum you were always dragged to places as a kid uh, boring places but only to a museum once because i well, guess because your mother picked up on the fact that you like trains because the hot air balloon festival was always at casey jones village and train museum there you go that's why she got you that tape. Was that a tape I produced she, by Casey Jones Village? You gotta wonder. God, that tape sucked. And the clown was creepy. I think I watched it once. Maybe I don't even know if I watched it all the way through once because it was so fucking boring. Well, I mean, how can you watch just... Because I always wondered that, too, even as a kid. Because they have the videos of, like, lots of trains or, like, construction, construction, construction. Where it's just, like, tons of uh. construction vehicles. And it's like, really? Uh. Are you going to put your... How would a kid just sit down and marvel at... An hour of just like yeah. watching machines do stuff. I guess you could, but I don't know what the fuck that was. It was just shitty as hell. I feel so bad, Brad. Oh, we need to work like, on she this. She loved these hot air balloons every fucking time, and it's forever. You're, it was like hours of just like outside, just watching balloons. Brad, we're gonna have to work on this because I want to buy a hot air balloon. Fair enough. I want to own one, and it would be fun. I mean, first off, you ha- we we while we were there, where all these questions were coming up, like you know, how much does a hot air balloon cost? Right. And I greatly undershot it. Like, I thought, what do you think a hot air balloon would cost, Brad? On top of your head. Let's say that you want to learn to hot air balloon. Let's say that I'm going to get you on board with this. Right. And you and I are going to go and buy a hot air balloon. I... First off, just to let you know, we have to get our pilot's license. It's basically the same. You have wow. to get... Yeah, you have to be certified. Um, all the rules of, like, air flight are the same and, like, conduct. Mm-hmm. But what you get your flight hours in to actually get your pilot's license can be whatever you want. Now, whether you want it to be a hot air balloon or, like, a jet fighter or, like, a personal plane, you can do that. Isn't that wow. awesome? That's pretty I would crazy. want to do a half and half because I'd love to be able to fly any plane and also be able to go up in a hot air balloon. Yeah. Do you know they have speed balloons? We're getting ahead of ourselves, Brad. Tell me how much you think a balloon is. Actually, we're on The Price is Right. You're going to guess Gosh. it. And if you guess it, you win the balloon. Um... Fuck, I have no idea. Um, Look at the audience; they're cheering you on. I'm, I'm because it, because it, because it's. I think because it's a niche item. I bet they mark up the price a lot because it's probably you know. You, I, well, mean, I imagine it's so specially that you just have yeah. to like really find someone to make it, and I don't know if it's a markup so much as like, well, God, how do we do this? Right. So well, maybe um, it is seventeen thousand. Seventeen thousand. That's I guess around ten thousand. Mm-hmm. No, low end sixty thousand dollars. Bullshit. That's for a tiny balloon. I think I could build one. I know you could build one. I could build I have full confidence that you could do that. I could do this. Mostly, they cost well, roughly $100,000. What? That's What's... without getting your license, because, I mean, that costs a lot of money. What's the most expensive part? 
I'm assuming the engine. I'm assuming we'll know because I mean I think that's for the balloon. The basket has to be the most expensive part. Think, I think about the basket, that. The basket would be the easiest part to make. No, you want to make sure that thing is really secure and it's not going to fall off from underneath you. It wouldn't be hard to do. You could easily build the basket. That's got to be the easiest part. I don't know, Brad. I think the the balloon could probably get into some price because you got to make sure that's you know sturdy and of a good material. I don't even know what they're made out of, but um, you want to make sure that's sturdy and that. But the engineering has got to be pretty simple. I mean, it's not a complicated device. Well, it's one of the oldest forms of flight. Yeah. If not the it's oldest, It's a pretty I'm basic assuming. system. Now, dude, we can build one. We can build one easy. We're building a hot air balloon. Ramjack Freedom Balloon coming your way. <laughs> Freedom Balloon. <laughs> I love that also a lot of the hot air balloons had like a theme. Like a lot of them were really pretty as far as colors go. And it, mm. I think we need to make two balloons. Okay. One that's just a nice classy, has the Ramjack logo on it with just nice, nice colors. Right. Um, and maybe another one that has like a shape because that was there was two there oh, yes. that had like their own shape. First off, um, there was the purple people eater, which was crazy and insane. There was another one that looked like a toad. Also interesting, Raymax, the insurance company. Yeah, they had two hot air balloons there. One of the tiny ones and one of the big ones. Okay, and I think that's weird. I, that that was really good on them. I think it's like okay, let's find an icon. We'll do a hot air balloon because they're one of the safest forms of flight apparently. Um. We'll do that, and we'll just get our hot air balloons, and we'll just tour around the country to all these hot air balloon expos. Hmm. Have our balloon in the sky. People are going to – I thought that was interesting. I think that's how they went into it. Either that or the person who owns Ray and Mash just really loves hot air balloons. I don't know, Brad. What would we – Cedric? Would just, how would you see – what would you do if you saw just a, the shape of a sloth's head a sloth. just come over a, a bank of trees? Wow. I think it would be beautiful. I think it would be lovely. Cedric with like a conductor's hat on. I don't know why he's got a conductor's hat on. Maybe because it launched from a train. Nice. <laughs> a train that has a Cedric head on the front. A Cedric locomotive. And the conductor of the train's a clown. Just get all my get all my damaging childhood memories in there. <laughs> Dude, it was so fun though. I I don't know. Maybe it was also time and place. There was beyond just like balloons going off it was mm. kind of a carnival fill which uh. normally is you know hit or miss depending on what's going on right they had cool a lot of interesting foods there mm. and a lot of neat events um there was also a native american tribe there really? just kind of reenactors it was interesting hot air balloons native americans go together um yeah i they were just there to reenact it I Re- guess. wait what are they reenacting well they were just <laughs> we we're reenacting the first great native american hot air balloon <laughs> <laughs> they were just i don't know they were they were like Putting on mock fights. They were, like, singing and dancing. They were fighting each other for the white man's entertainment? Probably that. They were pitted against each other um, for a muscle. Why do we do this shit? Why do we make the Native Americans fight each other for our entertainment? Haven't we done enough? It was very odd ritualistic fighting. You know, like the Bria thing where we kick back like roosters? <laughs> I don't know if the audience is familiar with that. I know sure. I know that because that's odd, but yeah, no one else knows okay. that. Well, it was kind of like that. It was kind of like very like staged like step thing. If, I, like if I could just explain for a moment. We used to um have uh, we used to do a mock battle dance. Yes, it was very ritualistic like the Native Americans. In which, in I which, think it stemmed from yeah. your Native American heritage, actually. Yeah, it stemmed from my Native American heritage. Another tragic childhood memory thank Ooh. you thank you Ooh. we um the thing is we, we would circle each other okay. as we were about to battle and we would give the the battle cry of but all the while we we're like kind of like putting our, pushing our feet back like roosters, right. right and you have to kick your feet that's back. that's how you know that a like you're stomping like, like you're like a, a like you're a rooster or a bull about to about to charge and yeah. then you yell and it's on and it's on i don't know and where you, the then hell you I battle to the death it's kind of it's also it's like that that fight in star trek between kirk and spock with a music behind it <laughs> i assume as much as well brad i have right. no idea where that came from it just kind of happened it developed yeah, it happens this is what happens 
in the Ramjack Freedom compound. Yeah. It just happened. It's natural, all right? It's natural. I mean, Don't judge us. It's not It's not going to like the old times where it's like, you know, you're just all of a sudden ambushed by someone. You're like, oh, I'm in a fight. We're very gentlemanly about it. Right. There's an etiquette involved. It's, it's, a, you it's, can't just, it's a courtly battle ritual. Yes. Much like slapping someone across the face with your glove. Right. Only this is more genteel. Very true. Very true. So, yeah, Native Americans reenacting. Yeah. You, you said that that's a harsh, that strikes a weird chord with you? Well, it just... Thanks a lot. Um, Thanks a lot. Alex, Dad. you may remember I have uh, a cousin who's 100% Cherokee. Oh, I do remember that. Um, her parents aren't, but but she is. Uh, her parents aren't? No, she arbitrarily decided she was going to be 100% Cherokee, even though her children have blonde hair, blue eyes, and the children she left to run off with some weirdo Native American guy on a motorcycle. Does he know? <sighs> Or was that part of the deals? I don't know. She, like, she, she like, I've did always some... dreamed of having a fully Native American princess. It's like, she well, got... I'm that. I'm, I'm actually 100% Native American. She, she got all of that. And she, well, she found out that um, her father's land was built on a Native American burial ground. Oh, His whole farm is, is like a Native American burial ground. She did like a big blessing ritual with all of her Native American buddies. And they like passed the peep pipe and had the kids smoke the peace pipe. And uh, wow. luckily she eventually lost her kids and... You know, now she's off on the back of a motorcycle, being a native, fully 100% Cherokee Native American. I'm not seeing her there. I don't know. Did she tour? Probably. So thanks a lot for that dark memory. Dude, I'm sorry. You just gotta stir it up, don't you? Well, I mean, to put this out there, a lot of people didn't seem like they were fully Native American either. A lot of them, they were just carrying on the heritage from something. That's my family you're talking about. The one guy who looked the most authentically, like, Native American had all, like, the facial features or, like, characteristics of one. He had, like, long white hair. He was older. He had, like, a staff or whatever. Um, but he was also wearing, like, American-themed clothes. Like, his his shirt was just, like, red, white, and blue, like, Ugh. American flags. Gross. It was very interesting. Very ironic. So there, there was that running around. Every while you would hear that and mock battles and whatever. Um... But again, the food there was actually pretty on point. Really? Dude, it was awesome. We were at this carnival-like setting, and I thought, you know what? What if we... Have you ever had a fried Twinkie? And neither of us had ever had one. Gross. And I know that's crazy, Brad. But Gross. I thought, you know, if we're here, why not try to see if they have one? Mm. Just to try it. I mean, mm. why not? Well, we got balloons running around. Native Americans are also cheering on. Why, why, it, let's do something crazy. Let's get a fried Twinkie. So we couldn't find one of those, but we did find something else. Fried Oreos. What? Brad, Brad, Dude. Brad, ah, Brad, you're gonna have to trust me on this. That's harsh. That was one of the most delicious things I have ever put in my mouth. For reals, dude, you know. Doug, me. you're talking about a deep fried Oreo. Yes, and you're talking it was about amazing. an Oreo that they that they breaded and deep fried. Dude, it was awesome. Dude, I cannot express to you how good it tastes. I, it was also fun because we had to haggle for it. Nice. Uh, all of our listeners know this. I'm diabetic. So we were kind of skeptical. It's like, well, how many cars would be in a deep fried Oreo? I don't know. And Kelly was kind of feeling it. So we go up to the woman who's selling it and we're like, look, um, we want to try these deep fried Oreos. We want to go with your deep fried Oreos. I don't know if the woman knew she was the only one selling deep fried Oreos, but you do that when you're bargaining. Right, right. It's like, you know, it's just, we don't, we don't think we can eat five, which is what they came with. So if we just gave you like, there were three bucks for five. So it's like, if we give you a dollar fifty, would you give us like two? And she was like, okay, yeah, you know what? We're going to do that for you guys. Nice. So, you know, we haggled and got it. We actually, I guess, got the bum end of the deal, but whatever. Uh, well, we thought two deep fried Oreos. Um, what they do is they put it in the same batter that you would make funnel cake with. Uh-huh. Let it sit there, drop it in, deep fry it, take it out, and then they put whipped cream and then chocolate syrup on top. Brad, it's Dude. like it's like biting. It's the most delicious thing ever. If it doesn't kill you. 
Well, it might kill you. It might kill but you. But it's it's worth it. Is it? We went back and got more. I just don't know about this dog. We went back and got more. For real? Dude, it was amazing. I can't express to you how great it was. It was really warm. Like, it tasted like really warm chocolate cake with, like, the hint of the Oreo with, like, funnel cake and just chocolate and the whipped cream. It was delectable. (sighs) One of the best things I've had to eat in a while. Wow. Easily. Wow. I don't know what about it, dude. You've got to try one. If you're ever in a situation, we're going to get you a deep-fried Oreo. Oh, I'm scared. It was pretty crazy. We also had, like, this one thing that was where they took a a whole potato, put it... Wedged it in between, like, a drill, like, you know, a power drill, something else. And they put the drill, and it made, like, a weird spiraled-out potato. And it was all pretty much still linked together. Mm -hmm. Have you seen these? No, I don't don't know this. And then they just deep-fry that and make chips out of it. So it's, like, basically one long potato chip or one big potato chip. Wow, that's weird. That was pretty good, too. I mean, it was, like, a really good potato chip. Yikes. It's scary. scary stuff, all the deep-fried shit. I don't know about that. (laughs) That's what happens at a carnival. So you die at a carnival. Dude, but seriously, the deep-fried orders were fucking amazing. Um, I also had like sugar-free lemonade from one of the. It was apparently it was this lemonade stand that was featured on the Food Network. They go around everywhere, and it was some of the best lemonade I've ever had. Really, it was really good food at a hot air balloon show. Wow, it surprised me as well. Carnival food, your seal of approval. If you don't get uh, hepatitis, you're good. <laughs> oh no, take I get it, food poisoning. Take it back to that air balloon stuff. We went inside a hot air balloon, like nice. literally inside of it. They had one like I guess halfway inflated, like mm. long ways, right. to where people could go in there. Um, I'd just take pictures and run around. It was pretty neat. Um, we almost went up in a hot air balloon. We decided to wait um, until we can actually like go up in a hot air balloon as opposed to like a tethered ride that only right. gets like, so many feet off the ground. Yeah, I remember that. Step up inside the hot air balloon. Have you been in one? Oh, yes. I've been in many. You've been in a hot air balloon. But I haven't gone up because they didn't let us go up. It was just, hey, come and stand inside a hot air balloon. They never yeah. actually went up? That's a ripoff. Yeah. These went up. One of them oh, went higher good. than the other one, but... That's good. No, this was just the the exciting event of standing inside a hot air balloon. Isn't it exciting? No, it's not. It's super lame. Well, it's, it's the lamest bullshit ever. I'm standing inside a hot air balloon. Fuck this. <laughs> Where's the train? <laughs> the train pulls up and the clown comes out and is like, Hey! Hey, kids! Freak out. You just scream. Do you like traveling? No. I'm a kid. What do I know about traveling? <laughs> well, you're going to love trains. I'm not going to love anything with you involved, you weirdo pedophile. <laughs> Leave me alone. No, thank you. No deal. No deal. Dr. Hansen, get on the phone. <laughs> it was really fun. The evening progressed. It got dark, and then all the other balloons came back, or most of them, and they lined up, and they started the glow, which you're familiar with and you mentioned. Oh, yes. And that's, again, how we found out that yellow was the good color, because any ones that were yellow and the glue were awesome looking and just kind of neat. And um, the black ones, you just saw, like, Really, we just saw like flame coming up, which is also pretty neat in its own way. But then the sh- the show guy came out like there would be like a countdown to a glow because I can't just waste fuel forever and then just like light up the whole evening sky with just. So the guy would be the master of ceremonies would be like, so we'd like to thank all the people who came out today, but how about we thank the people at the uh, concession stands? Yeah, those people are great. This glow is for you. On three, one, two, three, and then everyone would yell glow. But he uh. would just like hand them out to anybody concession stands people's like hey did you see that native american dance that was pretty awesome <laughs> well it didn't rain it's but you know what honest effort how about this clothes for them we're gonna dedicate this burning fuel to you all those first timers we're just gonna waste fossil fuels hey to all the pedophile clowns out there this one's for you guys watch out for dr hansen <laughs> couldn't do it without you hello 
But dude, it was it was really pretty. It was really nice. I would even I would even err on the side of romantic. Like I, I had a, we had a really good time. And you would have hated it. Oh, you would have hated it for many other reasons. Really? All right. So I'm. So we're there. I'm taking pictures of everything. Right. I'm just kind of enjoying it. We've got a blanket set out because we're just enjoying this awesome hot air balloon glow. Um, and all of a sudden, I see like this kid. It kind of takes me by surprise. There's a kid standing next to something else. It's like this weird form. I'm familiar with it, but in a in a very I would almost say reserved way. Mm-hmm. And then I realize the form is the form of a gray. Yes, Brad, extraterrestrial. What you would imagine out of a movie like Fire in the Sky. What the fuck are aliens doing in a hot air balloon? Somewhere, well, that's a good question, but somewhere at this hot air balloon show, they were handing out as like a prize to something inflatable extraterrestrials. Lamest. Dude, it was life-size. Like, there was this kid, like, standing beside it with his arm around it, and it looked like his buddy because it was slightly taller than him and had the form. Did you did you get scared? For a second. For a second, I was just like, between, oh. Between that and all the, like, the deep-fried food, did you almost have a heart attack? I could have had a heart attack and not even know. You known. could have died. You could have died looking at hot air balloons. I, Brad, I know. All of our listeners know. I think we've talked about that before. Uh, we both, as... Youth were traumatized by the thought of extraterrestrials. We've drawn many pictures of it, which you uh, will be uploaded soon. You've drawn a lot of pictures of it, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this one this would have been like a perfect storm for you to be like the worst time ever. Yeah, and yet I had a wonderful time. Wow, interesting. LOL. Well, well, indeed. Friendship severed. No. <laughs> Come on. I'm looking for a new co-host for Ramjack. <laughs> really fun though. Really. Really recommended. It. it was a fun time. Nice. And I will say, don't sleep on those deep fried Oreos. They were really, really good. Ah, maybe take a nap. Maybe take a nap. It was interesting. We went back to get them because we were like, look, we have to get more of these. Um, so we went back and we paid the full price or whatever. But at the end, they looked at us and we were like, wait, there's six here instead of five. And the guy looked at us and said, hey, I gave you an extra one because you're such a cute couple. He gave us a wink. Well, he gave me a wink. I'm just saying. I thought that was interesting. Very kind of him. Very kind people at the uh, Hot Air Balloon Show. Yeah, are they trying to kill you? They could have killed me. They could be trying to kill me. They're trying to kill you. Because he looked at me and like there was a smile with the wink that was a little suspect now that I think about it. He was like... And you come to think of it, the woman who originally sold us that, who we'd haggled with before, she was cackling in the background for some reason. He's like, I gave you an extra one because you're such a cute couple. Looks at me, wink, and then all of a sudden I hear like a crazy cackle and a laugh. Dude. I mean, I am diabetic. They knew. They knew. How did they know? I don't know. I don't know. So your girlfriend's trying to kill you. Why do you say that, Brad? I just, I just... She's obviously not trying to kill me. She's a black widow. How is she... What? She's a black widow. <laughs> what if she's a black widow? <laughs> what if she's a black widow? she's a black widow? Why would you even say such a thing? I'm just... I'm just... I'm just looking at the evidence that, that you... You have presented. I'm just saying. She takes you... She takes you to mysterious places. She's be, training to be a serial, serial killer. She's not training to be a serial she's killer. She's training to be a serial killer. She's taking you to strange... She's getting you used to the idea of going to strange <laughs> and mysterious places without knowing where you're going. Um... She takes you high up into the air in a hot air balloon so she could possibly throw you out. She wants to get you comfortable with that idea. Oh no, he accidentally fell. Whoopsie daisy. She's she's giving you tons of high carb food in the hopes that your diabetes will kill you. I think my girlfriend's trying to kill me. What if she's trying to kill you, dog. What if my girlfriend's trying to kill me. What if your girlfriend's a black widow. <laughs> I love the concept of a black widow. <laughs> no, 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 nothing like that, Brad. I mean, I'll keep you posted. Don't. Okay. I mean, no, she's not. Surely not. Who knows? I know. Do you? That's what they all say. See, now, Brad, you put this thought in my head. <laughs> Everything we do now, she's going to be like, so do you want to go to the movies? Ah, don't kill me. What? 
Black Widow. <laughs> awesome. I can't. Everything now is going to be like. Yikes. You've ruined it. My relationship is now ruined because no. of your thoughts of this Black Widow, no, Brad. She may not be a black. She may not be trying to kill you. Brad, I'm She confused. might not. There's a chance. There's a chance she doesn't There's want a chance. To- There's a chance she isn't thirst for your blood. I kind of wish you'd have gone the other way. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, dude, but you got yourself a Black Widow. But odds I are, I think this is a classic case of Black Widow. Um, <laughs> but odds are, you probably get a you probably get a, a heavy case of Black Widow. She's <laughs> not a Black Widow. I'm just speaking from my personal experience <laughs> in the past. Oh, really? I'm trying to think of all other widows. My favorite being the College Widow from uh, <laughs> the, the old, old College, college Widow. widow. Uh, that's 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 where it's at. The old College Widow. <laughs> what is a College Widow? Should we explain what that is really quick? Oh yeah, one sure. of the best. One of the, I love that movie. It's one of the best. Of all Marx times. Brothers. Guys, you'd be surprised how well Marx Brothers movies hold up. It's good stuff. It is. And before it's time. Yeah. I mean, there were some really nice, interesting things they did in those movies. Oh, yeah. Um, I love, what is the Duck Soup? Duck Soup. Wait, something about if you think your country's messed up before, just wait till I get through with it. Just wait till I get through with it. Slowly I turn. The whole, like, mirror thing. Great. Wonderful songs. It's, it's brilliant. But in Horse Feathers. Oh, Horse Feathers. Is that the one that yeah, the college? The what is the old college widow? It's a college oh, widow. the old college widow. It's a college widow is was usually the younger wife of a deceased faculty member, our college president, whose campus presence was a danger to young men since she was a bit older and more experienced. Oh, the old college widow. Cougar. <laughs> she's, she's a college cougar now. I like college widow better. Yeah, so the college widow has become the college cougar. Yeah. I could see that for more modern times. College widow. Mm. The old college widow. I want to meet a college widow. You should meet a college widow. I would love to meet a We should try to find you a college widow. You have a black widow and I have a college widow. I do not have a black widow. You have a black widow. Come on. Okay, I may or may not have a black widow. Look at the writing on the wall. You've got a black widow and I'm going to find a college widow. (laughs) And I'll win. Yes, I'm the winner. Did I win? (laughs) Thank you once again for listening to Ramjack. We are, again, broadcasting from this vortex of tornado infusion. Trying to stay cool in this hot summer nights. So, yeah, Brad, we're watching another movie? That's right. We promised you guys we'd be returning to form, kind of, you know, peppering in movies every once in a while, because you guys like that. Brad, apparently we have another movie up. What is it? We got a movie. All right, got some taglines for you, Alex. Oh, you can, please, I love you this. Can, see if you can cipher this out. All right, All right. Me... First of all, the year is 1986. Year's 1986. The year is 1986. I am two years old, three years old, living in, on the beaches of Key West, Florida. Okay. You are uh, being drugged to a hot air balloon show against your will. Exactly. Um, crying because there's a clown and fireworks involved in some way. Right. And I see a tagline. All right. The strong arm of the law. You know, no Judge Dredd came out way after this. Oh, yeah, much later. And the way you said that makes me think Stallone is involved in some way. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So it may think you betrayed yourself. Let me give you another tagline. Okay. Crime is the disease. Meet the cure. Crime is the disease. Meet the cure. We have, we've already done Demolition Man, right? We have. Okay. We're talking about 1986 classic Sylvester Stallone in Cobra. Cobra? Cobra. 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 Guys, this, wow. is, this is, is going to be awesome. Is this like a G.I. Joe vehicle? What is this? No, this is, this is a film. I haven't seen this since I was a kid, by the way. I'm excited. What can I expect, Brad? What's the buzz? I know nothing of this film other than it was in 1986. Sylvester Stallone playing by his own rules. He's a rogue cop. 
taking out the bad guy. He's going to get him. He's going to get them. He's going to get them. Guys, once again, thank you so much for joining us on Ramjack. We love guys. it. If you want to you say something to us, we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Guys, I, I can see the numbers. You guys are listening. You're listening. Who are you? Just say Who something. Who the fuck are you? Look, you... I would love it if you would send us a drawing of your fears, but you don't have to. No, don't you can just say hello. You. you can just say, just say hello. Hi. Tell me something you don't fear. Or just say hello. What else? Comment on anything: movies, summer movies, things you want us to do. Maybe send us situation room questions. Absolutely, we would that, love to help you out. That would be great. We'll help guide you through a situation in your own life, or one in your mind's eye. Oh, um, how can they do this, Brad? That's probably a question they really want to know. That's, that's a question I hope you want to know. The answer, you can email us at ramjackpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, you can also call us. That voicemail number is 206-339-5894. Don't hesitate. Just do it. Just call. Visit our website, curiosityabounds.com forward slash ramjack, where you can listen to the latest episodes. Um, just right there on the website. See some okay. album art. See synopsis. Look at the taglines. Or not taglines, but the tags at the bottom so you can... Uh, See, just give a hint of what There's craziness. Fan there. Get them on the fan there is some awesome fan fiction, actually. Heads up, there may be more coming on the, down the pike. Oh, somebody may be dipping in. Teaser. Of course. We're the only podcast that has fan fiction about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it is amazing. Is there anything we're forgetting? Go to iTunes, download us there, leave a review if you'd like. Absolutely. Let people know what you think about Ramjack. And if you really want to send us a drawing of your fear, I'm, Brad, I'm not going to turn it down. Don't send us drawings of your fears. Do not send us drawing of your fears. Go to Facebook, send us drawing of your fear. Go to a Facebook page. What is it? Ramjack Podcast or whatever? They can I, find it. Just search Ramjack. Just search on Facebook. it. Just Ramjack search Podcast it. on Twitter. Follow us. You'll know when the episode comes out. Brad, who should we dedicate this episode to? Well, as a terrifying child molesting clown once told me, not once, twice, but three times, God is love, Brad. Let him into your heart. No, he's a douchebag. God isn't a douche. Maybe you are. No, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you are. How am I a Let him into your heart. How am I not a dumb? What? God is love, and what are you? You're a big old douche. Nice. That's the voice of Christianity singing to you, Brad. Maybe well, you should just give it another try. Hey, voice of Christianity, you're a douche. That's the mm. that's the Holy Spirit singing to you, Brad. That's what the Holy no. Spirit does. It that's, just it comes in on the tornado vortex and just rides in and starts singing to you. I deny you, Holy Spirit. I deny you. Every time you deny the Holy Spirit, a Holy Spirit dies somewhere. It falls over dead. Oh, which just, one did I get? I don't know. Maybe multiples. Because you've denied the Holy Spirit quite a few times. It's the only unforgivable sin. Right. Which is weird. I love how there's little things in all religions that people are just like, eh, we don't really practice that anymore. <laughs> Not the Holy Spirit. No, God will forgive you. Whatevs. Nonsense. Mel Gibson, religion, both nonsense. Indeed. Deal with it. 